Ayo, what up though? This episode of The Cookout is brought to you by burning Nike clothes that you've already purchased <laughs> because you're not a smart human. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. Come on down, everybody. We can have a good time. We can talk about anything that you wanna. Cause it's the cookout. It's the cookout. Cookout. Like, what sense does that make? Like, seriously, does it make any sense? Especially the one picture where the guy was burning his shoe while in still on his foot. His fucking yeah, shoes. Yeah. Why do that? Standing like, in the shoes. I want to set them on fire. Oh, I tell you, mayonnaise. I can't even do that. <laughs> Bologna and cigarettes. Oh God, the caucasity. <sighs> Cock. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> one of my favorite words. Um, welcome to the cookout, everybody. I am your host, Chase Cassidy. <clears throat> I'm getting so good at that. That's good. You do great at it because I listened to the last episode and I was like, oh, he really did. Yes. Introduced himself really well, like it, like a like a reg regular talk show host. Because I, I would like always forget, but I, I have I'm leaving myself notes in my notes that says introduce yourself, asshole. Like er, like in big letters, <laughs> I remember. Um, hey y'all, welcome back. Um, actually, really quick, this episode is brought to you by Miss Shamir Wilder, aka Chimmy, uh, shimmy, shimmy aka shimmy. Chimmy No Cheery, Chimmy No Chango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she slid me some some dough. To, per, to sponsor the show today. And um, real quick, coming soon, she is starting an apparel line called, yes, right? Crazy, oh, I'm right? so excited for her now. Uh, it's going to be named His Pieces, and Pieces is spelled P-E-A-C-E-S, you know, for, you know, God yeah. and stuff like that. So really, really cool. I'm excited for her. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at Jerome. Okay. So <laughs> um, thank you, Shamir. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, good looking out, girl. Um, real quick, we have two people in the studio with us today. So we have a, we have an audience today. We've got you guys know Jerome, good old good Judy. Always, <laughs> she's in the building. And also, you guys may remember it uh, was two episodes that I did um, where I had a sponsor named Mr. Q Thomas. Mr. Q Thomas is in the building today. Say hi, Q. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's here. I'm very excited. Um, I super appreciate him. He's a, a joy in person. Very nice guy. So, um, yes, we have an audience today. Um, but anyhow, if you want to, like Q and Shamir, sponsor an episode of The Cookout, um, all you have to do is slide up in my DMs. Everybody say it with me. Send nudes. You're supposed to say it with oh, me. Okay. You're supposed to now. say it with me. Okay. It is a thing. So on the count Repeat. of three. One, two, three. Send, Send nudes. nudes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I want the fucking nudes. Um, but do no, you, seriously. Do you like legit get nudes? I have not gotten any nudes yet. So somebody send me some nudes. Something good. Don't nope. <laughs> don't send me no whole pics, please. I'm not here for that. Please, no whole pics. You can send dick and ass. I'm fine with that, but do not spread your cheeks, please. I don't need okay. any of that. <laughs> um, but no, if you want to uh, sponsor an episode of the show, just hit my DMs. Let me know. We can work something out. Um, if you have a business or product or service that you want to uh, have advertised, I will do that for you with all pleasure and joy. So thank you. 
Um, also, really quick, I have a little bit of news. Um, it's a ways off, but I want to make an announcement. Jamil's looking all surprised. I've talked to you about this already. Um, I am planning, getting in the, the planning stages of doing a live show. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yes. So, the cook <laughs> so the cookout live, I'm looking at a January date toward the Yay. end of January, kind of at like the one-year mark for the show. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so go ahead and um, start getting your mind right for that, guys. I am hey. nervous, but we're going to work it out. It's going to be fun. Merchandise, right? Um, you're, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, but um, <laughs> I wasn't going to announce that yet, but I am looking into getting some merch done as well for the event and beyond. Um, so yeah, by all means, guys, please let me know what you would want to see at a live show, what you would want the feeling to be, like what are some things you would like to have, uh, what are some things you would like for merch, you know, of course, you know, t-shirts, blah, 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 but what else, you know, let me know, um, slide from my DMs, you know, email, whatever, let me know. Uh, so that's coming in January. So be on the lookout for that. Exciting news. Yes. I'll be polling you guys about some things, uh, pertaining to the show so please by all means respond to the polls let me know it's gonna help me <laughs> um okay who bought the potato salad to the cookout this week isn't it obvious who bought the potato salad i Is mean serena williams no we gonna get that out okay nike and colin kaepernick bought oh, the potato yeah. salad to the cookout this week i mean it was a moment this past week for like black athletes it period. has been it like it's been fucking great yeah. so um nike uh put out a, a campaign um starring the incomparable colin kaepernick right. and racist white folks across america had a conniption <laughs> And lost all their fucking sense. Right. Um, and I'm here for it. I think it's fucking fantastic. I think it's great. And I'm in full support of it. So, shouts out to Nike for being supportive of what the actual fucking cause is. I'm about to say, <laughs> it's a situation where the message gets lost so much. No, no, no. The message isn't getting lost. It's being ignored. Because it's been put in your face. They know right. what the message is. Assholes. Right. And Sorry. it's like... <laughs> Sorry. And also, great news was him, too. That uh, the arbitrator... Um, found that there was enough evidence for him to go to court um, with his lawsuit against the NFL yes, saying they purposely didn't know was that. blackballing him from getting a job. Oh, they, they oh, cough so up the yeah, coin, baby. Yeah, yeah, the arbitrator said, yeah, you got enough evidence to take this to court. I did not know that. That is what's up. So, gosh, Colin is just out here winning this he week is, he for is. all that he's been through. Um, I think it's great. And big ups to Nike because they got a, like, uh, increasing 31% in sales um, from uh -huh. the whole situation. Uh -huh. So it's like, they know what they was doing. Yes, was awesome. It's fantastic. You know where your bread is butter. You know us Negroes will not pay our light bill so we can go buy some new forces. <laughs> if we go call, let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, shouts out to them. Thank you for bringing the potato salad. What are you laughing at? Let's call a thing a thing. So obviously, I've been watching a lot of Eon Lafitte. I was my life. watching it last night. That <laughs> Isn't was it everything? She is fantastic. She is oh everything. God. I love her. Like she makes I love. Like, I low key oh want to like create like a, a problem in, in my life so I can go on her show, like, just so I can like be on the show, so she can like read me fulfilled. Oh, I love it. Oh yes, beloved, everything. Yes. Um, and also like you like you mentioned, shouts to Serena Williams for I mean, bitch. Getting, for calling a thing a thing. For calling like, a literally. thing a thing. <laughs> getting people together last night. Like they they've really been trying her a lot. Um, and apparently, like she always has issues when she goes when she plays at that stadium. I guess the U.S. Open. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like that's actually my favorite sporting event of the year is the U.S. Open. I just mm -hmm. that was my introduction to tennis was that mm -hmm. tournament, and she was the reason why I stopped like channel surfing and actually watched it. Mm -hmm. You know, so she was my introduction to tennis as well. So um, for them to be like 
coming down on her as much as they are for literally no reason is really frustrating as a fan because it's mm-hmm. like she is the biggest face in tennis, like mm-hmm. period. Right, she is. And you are doing your best to tear her down simply because she's dominant in what she does and she happens to be black and dark-skinned and well-spoken and shutting these bitches down. So it's right. a problem for you guys. I hate it. Yeah, this, and, and I felt bad for her opponent who actually won. Right. Because the whole thing like overshadowed like, yeah. the fact that she actually won and she yeah. was like the first, I guess, person from... She's Japan, she's or? she's Haitian and Japanese. Japanese yeah. yeah, so it was I even saw a clip of them trying to like throw her well brush her Haitian heritage under the rug. Oh wow. Like somebody had um she had won like a previous match right. in, in a tournament, I'm assuming. And the commentator was like, Yeah, you know, you're the first, you know, Japanese, blah 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 and she's like, Yeah, my um my dad, you know, is Japanese, but also shouts to my, you know, Haitian roots as well from my mom's side. And she was like, yeah, I kind of forgot that. She was like, uh, what was your question again? <laughs> like, um, so just shouts to, you know, brown people doing amazing things. Especially brown and black women doing yes, amazing things as yes. well. They don't get enough recognition out here. They don't. So I don't even know if I should even stop to introduce you. They probably, I mean, they know who you are at this point. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> as you guys can see, it is just me and Mills today. Hi, Mills. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, hi. sister. <laughs> How's it doing, Tamara? I'm great, Tia. Yams off, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamil and I, uh, we always end up, whenever we're not in the studio, we end right. up having these conversations that go from here, there, and everywhere. And they... Yeah, we do. Yeah, they go they, all over the place. Sometimes we'd be debating, like we'd be on polar opposite sides of a situation. Yeah. And sometimes we'd just go into these tangents, these longest tangents of conversation. Uh-huh. Like, Lots of laughs and, um, you know, shade and stuff. But it's, <laughs> it's always fun. So I kind of wanted to try and, you know get lightning in a bottle and do that on this episode okay <laughs> so it's just uh me and mills today just doing our friend thing okay. not necessarily being interviewed by each other but just talking, talking you know yeah. little banter so you guys can see what it would be like if he actually would have accepted my offer to be a co-host in the beginning. <laughs> you can see what it would have been like it'll never happen oh. um <laughs> so um I, i'm gonna just start with i mean how you doing how are you doing i'm you know what busy Okay. Busy. Very busy. A lot of stuff going on in my personal world. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good. Busy is, busy is always good compared to doing nothing. So, I ask that. You know, a lot of times people ask, how you doing? Just like in passing, don't really you know, expect a response. But I actually wanted to know what was going on with you because you okay. have seemed a little bit busy lately, I suppose. <laughs> so I can could, I could no, tell yeah. you're busy. Yeah, it's like. Notice um, how I'm saying busy. I'm just, I just want to know if you're okay. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. Like, you know how sometimes life can be real stressful mm-hmm. and you have a lot of things going on at one time. You feel like you've been pulling every which way. Right. Um, and so that's probably like what's mostly going on. Like, okay. I'm just like going through like a, not want to say like bad stressful, but you know, they, that's like good stress, bad stress. I don't know stress. good stress. I've never met good stress. I don't know what that is. I certainly <laughs> you, don't know her. Okay, so, but... <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who she is. But, um, no, it's not anything, like, particularly bad. It's just, like... Okay. Are you in a period where it's, like, I want to just be in a space where I'm over the hump and everything is, like... Got it. Yeah. I'm just checking to make sure that, you know, there's nobody that I got to take care of. Because, you know, I stay ready. <laughs> I'm always ready to fight. Yeah. Like, always. 
why Jerome give you the side look like no. Because Jerome knows what's up. <laughs> Jerome has had to hold me in my seat a couple times, so yeah. he knows that I stay ready to, you know, throw a hand or, or a foot. Okay. You know? Um Okay, so let me ask what you. What about you? How are you doing? I'm cool, man. You know, living, yeah. you know, just out here luxuriating in my caucasity, doing every <laughs> Well, let me ask you this: Are you enjoying this, like the the growth and the success of the show so far? Um, I I would not at all yet classify this as like success, like not even nearly. But what I will say is, I am enjoying the growth of the show. I, okay. I'm enjoying the growth within me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, like I've said a couple times in the show before, this is like almost like therapy for me mm -hmm. a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, I'm enjoying the ride. There are some things that I don't really care for. Like, I already see, like, like so when this show becomes, like, a massive success, I can already see the things that I'm going to struggle with. Mm -hmm. As like, in. <clears throat> like, so, for instance, like, I am very well aware that I very much so need and I have needed a social media break. I've needed that for a long time. Mm -hmm. But because I am trying to grow a brand and grow a show, like, I cannot mm -hmm. not be on. Like, I right. have to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. I have to uh, still have a presence. Mm -hmm. I have to post and things. like So that has to happen. And so it's difficult to do that when you're trying to stay on top of having a, you know, positive mental health. You right. Know? <clears throat> right. So, um, but other than that, honestly, like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's fun to just create content and put it out there. It's really fun also... Um, and fulfilling to have people be um, like touched by what we discuss here. I know we're you know fucking silly and this show is trash, but mm -hmm. it's 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 great. Like last episode, huge response to um, "I Choose You." That episode, yeah, it was a good episode. Um, it was about marriage and everything. I had three different married couples come in, and I've had people who are married who are not married reach out and say how powerful it was for them. And um, a person very very close to me. Um, was having some marital issues and they reached out to me about it and I'm like, okay, do me a favor, listen to this episode because I right. feel, and they're fairly newlyweds, like maybe two, three or something like that. Uh -huh. So I listened to this episode and um, tell me what you get out of it, you know, from listening to like people like my parents and stuff like that who've been together for 23 years mm -hmm. um, and they were able to walk away with something and like implement it in their marriage. So That's great. I, stuff like that is really, you know, rewarding. Yeah. So I like that. Um, I'm just hoping that- So you can measure that as a success, dude. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. See, like when I'm thinking about success, I'm thinking about, okay, I don't have to like, you know, work my regular nine to five anymore. Like I can sustain well, you, myself and my family. Have you ever heard of like taking pride in small successes? Oh, absolutely. So take pride in your small success. Well, thanks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, ho. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to walk you through that, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, let's call a thing a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I watched that that last episode where it was the mother and the daughter, um, and the daughter she had like six kids, and the Baby. mother was taking care of five of them. Chow. And the last baby she had, she was with, with a, a married, married man. And she had like she had no issues with that. No issues at all. <laughs> like, and then she tried to like snap at the yonder toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Like, she tried to get a little sassy. I'm like, so girl. much for me and my kids. Like, now, but that's not your man. That is not your man. That's, <laughs> that's somebody else's man and somebody else's daddy. How you had a married man come to you and tell you, let's have children together? Let, okay, so <laughs> I will say this: like, it was tragic though hearing about like how. She actually like lost her virginity. That was sad. That was like I've never heard something like that in my life. Yeah. Um, 
but at the same time, like I just I looked at that episode like with my head cocked to the side. So I was like very confused as to right. like what was going on. Right. And for the most part, she seemed pretty emotionless about it. Like she, she was, was a little dead behind the eyes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I guess I would be dead behind the eyes too if all that happened to me. But yeah, yeah, man, six six kids. Six six kids. And it's like, what was it? Five baby fathers, right? Five. No, I think it was four. I think two of her kids have the same father. That's yeah. too much. Child. I can't. It's a lie. That is, and, a and lie. I thought it was hilarious. I I know it wasn't a funny moment, but when Ayana asked her not to have like promise yourself not to have <laughs> kids, <laughs> she was like, "No more babies, bitch." <laughs> like what? I love it. Yeah, I can't wait for the um. You know, the Braxtons are going to be on the Ayana. Um, oh really? Yeah, you didn't know that. Like it's all of them. All of them and the mother. Oh, have y'all heard about that? That's gonna be a yeah. This is gonna be everything. Gonna be the, Cause no, cause like Friday I was watching um some of the interviews and like I guess the a recent episode that happened. Okay. Where it was when Tracy decided to come back to the show and other sisters. Oh, you took you took my Braxton family values. Yes. Did you watch that whole episode? I didn't watch the whole okay. episode because but Cause I watched. <laughs> no, I watched like other like. Ooh. Like media interviews that like right. Tracy or and or even watch Tawana go live when she was watching the episode and stuff. Right, like, right, right. And so it was just like it's weird. It's weird that y'all family y'all acting like y'all talking about each other like this. Like, it is beefing like this the way y'all are. And it's just like it's pretty crazy. It's but, crazy. But it's like it is very strange. Like to see and I. I I love everybody knows like Tony Braxton is my diva. That's my right. that's my that's my boo since I was a kid. Like I love her. Yes. So it's very strange for me, and I love the show since the beginning. Right. It's it's weird to like. It's not Braxton Family Values with Phaedra Parks and Lunell. Like what? I, I get it, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like I that that show or that the company still have to make some type of money or some type yeah. of thing somehow and they have to generate buzz somehow yeah I, I hear that but it's like okay if that's the, if that if that's the and case, eventually like, the sisters are gonna have to come back because like they can get sued I mean contract yeah. but it's like so Tracy couldn't carry the show by herself for that that period of time come like on now. you know Tracy no, I'm just, but I'm saying like you know she it's her they still got the dad like who yeah. comes in sometimes like she has she's a grandmother now like so she has something to talk about for at least two or three episodes huh? yeah I just don't want to see. Right. Maybe because I just don't fucking like Phaedra. I don't want to see. Like, I love I just, Phaedra, I don't but get I don't it. think that was the best avenue for her. Come back to reality Man, television Phaedra, to come back her. to the because the Braxton family. It's not that's not her avenue or that At type all. of reality show for her to be on. It's just her weird. was more of like a messy situation she needed to be in. I I am I'm I'm looking forward to the Sienna episode though because I, I think it's going to be. Honestly, I feel like they do treat Tracy like shit sometimes. Oh, all the time. Like all the time. She always get the end of the stick or like. Oh. Last person to know what's going on. Yes, like especially when Tamar kicked off the tour. I was like, Tamar and shit. That wouldn't right. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like Tamar has a fantastic voice. She, um, she has a great voice. Her songs yeah. are very much hit or miss for me. Yeah. Um, but her voice is incredible. But everything outside of her voice for me, I just literally cannot deal with. Like I can't. Like it is that. It's like that one flaming queen mm-hmm. that walks into the room and like I just wanted everybody <laughs> look at me. Like she's like. I feel like she steals a lot of our stuff and like takes it over the top and does so, too much. One thing I didn't know, she was married before. Tamar? Yeah. What? I didn't know this because, again, I was watching the stuff on YouTube and Child. stuff. And they, it was the whole thing about 
on the show, she was like, she apologized to the sisters for commenting on their marriages because she said she didn't know how that okay. was to go through a divorce. And it was, and so whoever was this blogger, she was like, pay attention to Tra- I meant Trina's face when she said that like, she had a face like, because it's like, because you so they went through the story how she'd been married before no. and everything. Yeah. So it's like, so there was like Trina and Tracy. Everybody kind of looked like they were shocked that she said she'd never been through this before. Okay. So let me ask you this. So outside of Tony, because obviously, Outside of Tony, who's your favorite Braxton? Mine is, mine is Trina. Mine is Tamar. Of course. Because, like, I don't know, because bra- she brings entertainment. I like. I you don't, like mess and ratchet. That's I, why. I can't. I do. And I, <laughs> I, I do. That's my advice, because I like the K. Michelle's. I like the Black China. Now, see, I, I love. Like, <laughs> oh, no. We're we going get to get back to Black Ass yeah. China a little bit later. Um, I, I love, love K. Michelle. Like, I think. Like, okay, so this is the difference. I feel like, and even though they say this has been Tamar her whole life, mm-hmm. I feel like this is much more true to who, like, K. Michelle is than this is, like, for Tamar. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I can just stomach some people and I can't stomach others. I mm-hmm. can't take Tamar. Like, but K, I love me some K. And I think maybe because she's actually funny to me. Tamar's not funny to me. Tamar's not funny, but she brings, the, like, the the entertainment. It's like she brings it because if, if, be honest, if Tamar wasn't on the show bringing some of the love of entertainment that she has, especially her and Tracy going head to head those like all the time, it was like the show kind of would be boring. See, I feel like, I think Trina's entertaining. I like her. I think she's funny and fun and like she's a little wild and I like that. Like she's a I good like time Trina. for me. I like Trina. I can't, sometimes her accent that, Oh, it's a little weird. <laughs> little I don't know weird. what that is. I do not know what. Th- I'm like, what is? What, I was like what? to me, it's like, are you giving your best white girl impersonation? It like, is very Caucasian. It's very much so. And then I remember they talked about like they don't know where that accent comes from from her. It's <laughs> right. like they don't get it. Like, right. <laughs> um, I mean, but Tony, of course, is is Tony is by far my favorite of them all, but. Mm. The whole Birdman thing situation I, is very I'm, weird to I'm me. I'm disappointed in her. And I'm like, if you're trying to avoid another bankruptcy, that is not the man is to go with. <laughs> that is not the man to go with. You need At to go all. play. No, I, I hate it. I hate it. They don't even look good together. They don't. They don't match. Like I don't understand how that works. Like I see her with more of like a, like a um like a Blair Underwood right. or like something like that. Like right. she's more like of that caliber because she's yeah. re- I mean she's sexy but she's still like really classy, classy. with it. Mm-hmm. He's just you know what what is it gut gut uh, snipe. snipe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Iyana, go ahead and just sponsor an episode of the show. Just sponsor the show. <laughs> gut <a> snipe. <laughs> That's what he. I don't know. It was just like, but apparently they've been friends for years, according to. I remember they did a song together back in the day, um, like back in like the early two thousands. What was um, it? Hit the freeway was, or something? Like that? No, hit the freeway. That was with Loom. Okay. Um, yeah. But uh, it was like it, I think it was one of his songs. It was "Baby, We Can Do It." That was the name of the song. It's like she featured on his song. She yeah, sang the hook okay. or whatever. But um, I don't get that, and I hate it, and it makes my skin crawl. And she's too pretty for that, and yeah. legendary. But you know, what the hell do I know? So, but you know what, the mother's very like Evelyn. Um, mm-hmm. She's very entertaining as well. Um, she be getting them together. She do. I used uh, oh, season one, like when she uh, when she was like lay it low and spread it wide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you lay it low and spread it wide. Yo, I screamed at the top of my lungs. I was like, what does that mean? Oh, you know what? Does it matter? I love first it. Season that same season when she told when Tracy popped her phone and she uh, she got up and was like, so what you gonna do, Tracy? What you? Gonna do? <laughs> You know one thing about the first season of that show, like their, their wigs were so terrible. Wrong. You remember Tony had that crooked wig on, like it was like the part was and like Tamar, like that bang was coming like oh, all the way. Say down. That. Like that it was terrible. It was horrible. 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 They were going through it. I, and Tawanda with them pigtails. You remember <laughs> <laughs> pigtails? 
Tawana is my least favorite though. She's your least favorite? Yeah. Um no, one time when I, I understood Tawanda and I felt where she was coming from is that when she had that explosion at that table, like when she blew up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, she went fucking crazy. I was like, but I fucking get it. Like, when you be holding stuff in and stuff, but yeah. I don't I think she's my, I don't know if I have a, I don't hate Tamar, but, and I understand her importance on the show and I get it. Right. Um, so I want to say she's my, I don't really have a least favorite. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. Um, so this Nicki Minaj and Cardi B fight. Baby, can we? There's a couple things. There's a couple things I want to touch on. This, like, I really, I, when I woke up and saw this, I was like, I cannot wait to talk to Mills about this. Tell me what you think about this, please. I thought, <laughs> I thought, everybody' reaction to it was a little bit too much, especially like the intensity. People, with the different fan bases, was getting mad with each other over it. I thought that was just like way too much because it's like. Say why do y'all why why be invested that Thank much? You. Thank you. Into it, mm-hmm. um, I thought it was hilarious when the picture of Cardi be walking out in that big ass knot on her head. Uh-huh. That was funny. I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing. People are, when it comes to the situation at hand, I think it just it just proves the point where everybody been saying about Nicki Minaj for a while. Right? Like, she's petty. She catty. She do you know right. underhanded stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, it was kind of like, damn, y'all at, y'all around all these white folks and y'all fighting in y'all thousand dollar gowns. And stuff. You know but what I'm saying? It, it, like, I will say, uh, Cardi looked beautiful. I love what she had on. Yeah. Um, I love that red. It was really nice. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm a very direct person. Mm-hmm. You know, I like just keep it a buck with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm the type of person where I'm like, okay, Nikki, if this is who you are, don't then get on air and be like, you know, when somebody asks you, oh, you think you could ever like do like a a, a, a redo to like night. ladies night mm-hmm. i don't have a problem with nobody they got a problem with me meanwhile you out here like trying to fuck with people's bag yeah and like talking about their kids and all yeah. types of shit like keep it a buck be like nah, i don't fuck with them bitches right like say that you know right. what i mean like and it's like you met somebody who is like now about that action right like, ain't nobody going like be doing i i i ain't mad at cardi to be honest with you because you know because you know how i pop like i'm i'm yeah. i'm living for for the hands like yeah. i I'm like, so like, you was talking, what's up? Like, we here. Like, fuck, fuck all this this $1,000 yeah. gown and stuff. And I thought, I, kinda, I I got Nikki's reaction, like, okay, like, I'm not going to pop. I'm, wait, I'm just going to let you do it. You know what I'm saying? But, again, at the end of the day, I was like, <laughs> for you to talk as much shit on your records like you do in any interviews, yes. you should have like, been like, I okay, agree. what's up? Like, I agree. We squaring up, like. What bothered me though was a little bit interesting. Well, a couple of things bothered me. The first thing that bothered me was like how people, again, like to your point, they be going so hard for these people that we don't fucking know. <laughs> they don't know you. They don't care. Right. Like so, I'm beefing with somebody. I'm here in Charlotte, but I'm beefing with somebody in fucking in California, in California about, about you know yeah. Nikki's that bitch. How I don't know her. How do I know she's that bitch? Right. <laughs> like, and the thing is, it's like it's sad because they both of them like are telling it females, but it's yes, just like there's enough room for everybody. everybody but and it it also bothers me because it's like, you know, both of them talk a lot of shit in their records. Both right. of them, you know, talk about their about their life or whatever the case is. But Cardi is the one being called ghetto. Because that's, yeah, that's unfair. Like it doesn't yeah. make sense. That's to unfair me. because yeah, I, not, that's criticism I kind of didn't like agree with either when people was calling her ghetto and mm-hmm. she was ratchet, she this and that. But it was like I understood where she was coming from. Where she like the next day, and she was like, "Yo, she was coming at me for a while." And Especially I if you mentioned her kid, like, yeah, and I addressed her so many times right. about what she's been doing, about watching your fucking mouth. Yeah, so 
when I, I see you, it's what's up. Like, I relate. I get that. I relate. I get that. It also shows that um, everything that Cardi B did while she was on Love and Hip Hop New York was actual, actually real. She yeah. thought that. Um, I part of me hates this, and part of me like lives for it because I just want to see Nicki get popped in the mouth one good time. <laughs> I, people like that, like I who who run their mouth a lot, yeah. like I always want to see them get their ass beat because right. I'm like, let's back up what you're talking about, right? But. Another part of me knows Little Kim is somewhere is like cackling, <laughs> like she's really cackling at this whole thing. Her and Remy in the group chat. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I know Remy. I saw this. Somebody was like, I know Remy was like, I'm glad somebody did it because I'm on probation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, like, I love it. I love well, it. I mean, it's to me, it was just like okay, like this yet again proving what several people especially females yeah, in the industry yeah. have been saying about how she operates anybody who like, didn't believe that is just fucking delusional right. like i mean you can like see that and the way she moves like right. I, that's completely obvious even kate michelle said that about her like yeah she did i remember that yeah. um so you touched on her earlier but i had i had this question now because i really want to get into this because i want right. to know why what is your deal with black ass China? Like, what, why, what is I, it with her? Because every time somebody brings her up, you be ready to fight. I'm not. It's like, not that I'm ready to fight. It's just like because you stand over her and like she has good, no talent. A lot of these people nowadays don't have talent. That's facts. They making money and they successful, whatever like that. I don't know. I like a good hood booger. <laughs> I like. I, 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 I like uh, like a bottom of the barrel ratchet type of like you know. So you recognize that she's bottom of the barrel. I'm, I do. I do. But it's just like I like how it's like. How, I don't know. I just like the whole. That's why I like shaping body. I like that's why I like K Michelle. Like yo ghetto like. <laughs> thing about you i like to me it's entertaining like i don't know why like it's that's why i'm not saying she's like this but I, like i do like her a lot as well and i think she's so cool and she's so funny it's nini that's why kind of like when she was first coming because she was the loud one she was not necessarily the most like put together like right or like um tactful when it came to her approach to things right right and it's very much like southern like ghetto but <laughs> I don't know. I just like black. Like I like. Like I like Amber Rose too. Okay. Like um, I would take Amber over uh, black ass any day. Yeah, but, I would. And I think it's. And I think it's another thing where it's like they they are being shamed or criticized so much about things necessary. Like if it was a man, it wouldn't mm-hmm. have been a critique or a criticism about it as much. Um. Especially when it comes to Amber Rose and her message of the slut walk. Like, I get the hesitancy about it. Right. But it's like, like y'all forgetting her message behind it, though. I feel like I would much rather hang out with Amber or, like, have Amber come over to the house and we can chill. Because I feel like if Black Ass China comes over to my house, something's probably going to get stolen. (laughs) I feel like I'm probably going to be missing a couple, you know, pieces around my house and after she, she leaves. And she is like the legit world's big, like best scammer because she like she scam raw. I will never like support that shit. Years. Like that is so fucked. And and like it's so what what sucked is like the whole world saw it happening except for him. I'm like Rob. She is trying to secure the bag and get that get back. Like, right? do not, d- yeah. don't fall for this. And it's so crazy. It's like, how do you have five fucking sisters? How do you have five sisters? Now they and, they some weak bit. I and mean, that, they and weak. that and then she and that hood booger slid up into your. And how did that happen? And talk so much shit. Like you got five sisters, and she and she did all this shit to you. Let that happen. And not one of them. They ran up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and ran up like this. Uh. Would you see me, bitch? Run up. <laughs> 
Shouts out to Moniz. Oh my god! Did you see that post she did? Where she's like, you know, I, I definitely saw the post. I'm having a mental. And I've, I've noticed, like, she's been ever since. We talking about Moni Slaughter from I'm um, Loving Hip Hop Hollywood. Um, yes, I love her. That's my boo. Like, she is everything. Shout out to Moni for following me on the gram. Thank you, girl. <laughs> um, she uh, has been asking to get out of her contracts in season two. So she signed a long term mm. contract back then. I think it might have been in season one. Mm. Um, and. The thing about, like, you cannot show up and not do the show, but you won't get a clean release. So that means you can't do anything um, else television-wise at all mm-hmm. until your contract is expired. So let's say she signed a 10-year deal, deal, just saying. So if she leaves now, this is season five, for the next five years, she can't like, pursue, any other avenues. pursue anything else. And mm-hmm. so that's why she's trying to get a clean release from the show. And um, I can understand, you know, as a person who, you know, has some, you know, mental health struggles and such I, I have to be very cognizant of the energy I'm around and I think at this point give her what she wants if she's saying hey yeah. this is make this is messing with me mentally yeah like let her go and I know she's a big pull for the show but at the same time now you have other people who can also pull in ratings if you need them to right I feel like my number two favorite Brooke Valentine is more than enough to pull people to watch the show at this I point. Love Brooke, as well. Brooke is everything. Did you see the way she um she hopped up from that table with um oh, I didn't, so I didn't see that yet. I didn't see that yet. Um, so when um Bentley uh, A one shows up with um and Ray J and Safari sitting at the table and um Marcus they're sitting there yeah. and Brooke was still sitting at the table and I it, think I saw a clip and she was just like I need to go get yeah, right. She put that yeah. church finger up and walked out. I was like yes, bro. Um, so I love. So I mean, give Monice release Monice. That's the hashtag. Yeah. Release her. She wants to be released. Yeah. And honestly, let her go because I want to. I want to hear what she does musically. I love her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a couple of her songs, and they're actually really good. So I want to hear a full. And album. I think her and Masika need to really put do something together, like a show oh, or my some God. type of thing. Because they're hilarious. They though. are fucking funny together, and I would watch that show all day and yes. night. Like <laughs> they yes. are shady and catty and petty, and it's great. And it's yeah. It's- Fantastic. Masika is a she is a, an assassin with her words. Like she it is, is so hurtful. It's like and I love it. I don't know why, but I'm like, yes. <laughs> it's great. It always makes me laugh. Um, so let me ask you this. This is kind of really like kind of off kilter, but um, what so far we've been friends for like two and a half years, right? It's about two and a half years. He don't care about me. I don't know. He don't love me at all. I was thinking it was more like a year, a year and a half. Bitch. I really did. Wow, Janelle. Not being, don't do that, yeah. Wow. Ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so I wow. know it was close. I, but see, I didn't think it was two years and a half. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I have a, my, when it comes to like uh, timelines uh, huh? and stuff, I'm oh. really oh. bad at that. Oh, okay. I'm okay. really bad at that. That's, that's Roger. I'm really bad with timelines. That's the excuse you're going to go with? That's what you're going to stand And with? that's what I'm standing by. I'm sorry. All right, you better run to your car after this. <laughs> but okay. my question, we, I'm just we'll we'll discuss this off air because okay. I'm hurt. I am hurt. I'm sorry. No, bitch, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Ain't a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is so far? What has your best memory been of us? What's like the funniest or most fun or shady? Do you have a moment? I'll go first because I thought about mine. Okay. I thought about mine. It's not even really a moment. It's just those times when you and I are talking about something 
that nobody else knows what we're talking about. Okay, that's what I was thinking I was going to go with. And like, yeah. you and I are literally in tears, <laughs> fracking up. And the people around us are looking at us like so confused. Like, what are they all? They get, they get a little bit annoyed. You know, yeah. I like that. that. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking about. I was like, it has to be the times where we laughing and talking or if I say something. Mm-hmm. You you automatically get what I get I'm it. referencing, or vice versa, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad like he gets what I'm saying. Cause there's been times like um before we met, and I would say stuff around the group of people that we were with, mm-hmm. that we hang with, um, and I'd be like, and I say something, and nobody, and that's like, so nobody gets that nobody reference gets at it. all, and nobody like, gets it. No, it's fucking like, annoying. Oh, yeah, it is because it should be funny, and it's like nobody gonna laugh at this. Just give me a pity laugh. Somebody just laugh. Right. It's like, I, yeah, I totally understand that. So yeah, I, I, we, we share that. Um, I definitely, I like that a lot. I, I don't know if this is like a gay black thing or not, but I don't know. But it's just, like, I think it might be. It might be because like you would pick, like we just pick up on what other was like try to be funny or shady about. Yeah, because there's no other, there's no other gay blacks in our like immediate group. So right, it's yeah. like, of course, we kind of can do that. Um, so let me ask you this. I think this would be an interesting question. As friends, <laughs> as friends, what are you laughing? <laughs> I feel like somebody ridiculous. Okay, it's not ridiculous. It's actually a really good question. I feel like, okay, so I think like in relationships uh-huh. and friendships, I think you should have, what is like shaking like that? It's so strange. You hear yeah, that? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that my mic? It is my mic. Yeah, it's your mic. Yeah. If you guys hear that, I'm sorry. I my mic is a little bit loose in the thing. But anyway, no. As friends, I think you got to do what you say. Loose. <laughs> loose. <laughs> um, I think that you have to like check in every okay. once in a while. You know, just to you know do a little checkup, make sure like we're good, everything. So okay. let me ask you this. So as your friend, or just even as a as a person, twofold question: as a friend and as a person, what can I improve upon? Oh. Yes. Yes. I want to know. Yeah, I mean, even though you already broke my heart by not knowing how long we've actually been friends, yo, bitch. It's, it's been something like, listen, with even my, like, other friends, I will not remember. They'd be like, yeah, we've been friends. But like, I am not none of them niggas. I don't care about your other friends. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know I'm selfish. Yeah. But, no. Um, one. I feel like you need to change your, uh, improve your outlook on things sometimes. Things like what? Just maybe your life or okay. how you see the world sometimes. Because sometimes I feel like you get immediately cynical about stuff <laughs> when you shouldn't be. <laughs> or you put a negative spin sometimes up, on stuff <laughs> when you shouldn't be. Okay, And it's just like... Bitch, you just killed the mood when you said that just now. Like, you know, or like, okay. why did you, why do you have like, especially on yourself, I feel like you're just extremely too hard on yourself. Okay. Where it's like where you shouldn't be, where especially if, um. It's getting hot in here all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't ask this especially, question. Yeah, especially when it, when like, when it just be random and it's like, why did he just say that about himself just now? <laughs> or like. <laughs> okay. Why does he, like, why does he think everything is like. Not saying you think everything is bad, but some, like sometimes you just like have, and I want you to have a more. I expect uh, the bad. To happen. Yeah, expect okay. the bad. Just expect more of optimism. Expect the good to happen. Okay. But also, it's, there's nothing wrong with being realistic and like having like a being realistic what outcomes may happen. But also, okay. just you just never know. Be positive about things, and 
and that's why I just that's one thing I always just like oh I just wish you would have more of like a positive outlook on things and see like it's interesting because like I feel like I'm looking at things like realistically or mm-hmm. preparing for you know whatever outcome yeah so I don't realize that it comes across necessarily as it being like a negative thing mm-hmm. um I just look at it as realism and just you know there's nothing wrong with being realistic yeah. but it's like sometimes it's <clears> like because I know other people who like that who be like who are very realistic um, or say you know say I'm very just very realistic and like about life mm-hmm. and I like get that but there are like there's nothing wrong at the same time with being optimistic about life as well right, you know right. what I'm saying or I get having you. that optimism yeah. maybe that's just me and I've no, been told no, before yeah. that like I have a like I'm naive sometimes when it comes to certain things about life uh-huh. but I just find it more beneficial mm-hmm. less stressful to my life to always just look at things more in a positive light or try okay. to then to say hey this is this is not going to happen because of this reason or there's a good chance this is like in the back of my head like I know that already and that's already mm. th- that's already something I've already been thinking about yeah but to just st- like just thank the God. that AC st- came oh, on thank God Jesus, Jesus. but <laughs> the fuck but just to keep in that mind space like Oh, this is like this is not gonna happen for me, or like life is fucked up like this. Like, okay. don't stay in that because it's yeah. like the vibes you put out. Like, if you put out, like I, I believe in that too. If, uh-huh. you have a, if you're positive about things, good things will will in God's right time will come back your way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, because, I get what you're saying. Um, I honestly believe when people is like. Satan like really rebels in like self doubt, mm-hmm. being miserable, being unhappy, yeah. being cynical, like and and it invites those spirits or vibes and stuff you that invites that in your life and in okay. your atmosphere. Valid. Valid. And You're still a bitch though, but it's valid. And, <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, and I know this is this is me too. And there's this world when, and just sometimes, like, and I see it in you because I a lot because I see that because I was like, damn, that I think I'm kind of like that too. Um, temperament, stink. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah, I definitely. I told you I have an anger problem. Yeah. I told you that. Um, I know that. Because sometimes it's be like, okay, is this the day me and this bitch gonna get into it? Because. <laughs> I, I feel the same thing sometimes. I'm like, okay, we are we gonna make it through this? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. Because like his temper set up and her mind set up, it's gonna be like mm-hmm. a thing. But again, that's something I recognize in myself, and I yeah. know. So you know. So, but I also, but see, I think like you know, I don't, I very rarely ever have conflict with my friends. Very mm-hmm. rarely, almost never happens. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, if that were to ever happen with us, I I will say like. I can be a little tick, tick, boom. Yes. However. Um, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just this coach. <laughs> um, I, I am like, I do respect you. So I wouldn't like, you know. Yeah. Unless you was like trying to throw hands or something. I'd be like, okay, do we have to fight? But see, that's now, never... but like, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be where I'd go. Like I would walk away from and you before see, friends, guy. I don't do that either. That's not yeah. necessarily like, I'll go back and forth for words to a certain level. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm running right. that shit to say, we about to go person. So. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't want to go there. Yeah, let's so, not do that. Yeah. I feel like that would be a place that it would be hard for me to come back from if right. it got, like, super personal like that. Right. Like, we can disagree, and we have disagreed Three, on four, stuff. yeah. Um, and I think – and I actually, for the most part, I enjoy that. And I can tell with you when you're starting to escalate, mm-hmm. um, when it's going from, like, okay, we don't agree to, like, okay, you get to my fucking nerves. I can tell. <laughs> like, I can I, – I can, it's, it's all in your eyes. You have right. very expressive eyes, so I can see it. People and even, like – 
I, yeah, so I know I'm like, okay, let me, I'm going to just back off a little bit because mo- I'm like, I'm fine, but he's not. So, uh, you know, <laughs> um, like that conversation we were having about um, the, uh, how can I frame it? When we were talking about the differences between like the way black men and white men are raised. Right. <clears throat> that was getting a little tight. It, and, um, it was, it was. Cause I was Okay, go ahead. Finish. But no, but I think it was good. Like I walked, like I thought about that. I think I told you for like the rest of that week. Like it was something that was on my mind, and mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that in a couple episodes. Um, okay. I want to get the uh, get the aces here to do that. Um, but you know, Jita keeps fucking canceling. So <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, but yeah. Um, okay, so as a friend, what can I improve on as your friend? What's the way I can be a better friend to you? Um. A better sister. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? Because I don't think you're a bad friend or you don't. I don't know. Okay. That's fine. Just check in. Then you got to do a little check every once in a while. I get you meet expectations. So. <laughs> <laughs> meets expectations? I don't get it. I don't get an increase from, from a meets expectations. Yeah. Bitch. I, you know, ugh, get on my nerves. Um, okay. Do you want to ask like a. Uh, I can say I'm being vulnerable right now. You can do the same to me. Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> you know, he doesn't normally do this, ladies and gentlemen. This is our first. He ladies. doesn't normally do this. Um, what I think um, you could improve upon just like personally. Yeah, as a person, yes. Um, is being more open. What I mean mm. by that is um, you and I almost were not friends because you come across very... I don't fuck with you. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. And and the three-legged horse you rode in on. Like, that's, like, the vibe you give off. And you're, like, totally opposite of that. Like, mm-hmm. you're a very nice person. Mm-hmm. But you give off, I'm the biggest, cattiest, nastiest bitch. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you don't, you never, you never talk about yourself. And I don't like that because... I feel like where you and I are a lot the same is that we like to, you know, take care of the people around us and make sure everybody's good. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't give me the opportunity to do that. And I mm-hmm. don't like that. Like I'll come and I like, try to talk about you and you, can you not, <laughs> can you not, madam? <laughs> um, yeah. You don't give me a chance to, you know, like, you know, walk through things with you. Like, I don't know what's going on in your life and I don't like that. And I think that's kind of unfair. You know all of my fucking business. You're right. I walk up to you like, Jamil, what's going on? You're like, I'm fine. What's up with you? And you just go right to me and I'm like, sis, I'm trying to, you know, see what's you, happening with you. I you know like what? That. Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is that is it's always that's been like a defense thing with me. Mm-hmm. Especially with the... Uh, um, not ex- exposing too much of like the personal. Mm-hmm. It's not like I like intentionally do it. It's just like it's always been a habitual thing with me. Right. Um, it's just because, like I said, I, like I said in previous episodes, it's like sometimes I'm thinking like what I got it going on is just not that important to a people. Okay. Um, and then I have a issue uh, with kind of being just like vulnerable like that. I'm mm-hmm. just like because that's a very sometimes a very scary place to be in, especially mm-hmm. if you're being open and honest and. You may not like what the other person may say right or react to what you're feeling or what you're thinking and it's like to, with me i have like a very defensive nature about myself as well so mm-hmm. it's just like if you say if i'm being open honest being vulnerable you say something that upsets me and my thing is like oh the wall is like 
back up and be, you know what I'm Yeah, and I'm being like very nasty about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that spirit all over you. But the whole about the whole vibe, like I come off like. I always gotten that yeah. because at one point in my life I was a very nasty person, right. like a very nasty, spiteful, vengeful, like always walked around with a scowl on my face type of person. Why? Because how I grew up when it came to like not in my household, but like life outside of my household mm-hmm. is very much like you had to have tough skin. Okay. Because people would like was like especially in the school system I was in, mm-hmm. people wasn't like nice. Okay. Especially with me being like the small, skinny black dude, mm-hmm. um, who had gay tendencies or whatever like that. Right. It was like hey, you have, I have to have tough skin. I can't I, let I get that. be myself. I can't be vulnerable. I can't be this and that because mm-hmm. I got to protect myself from people. Right. So. Um, I think that's where that comes from. That's just like remnants of me being that way growing up. Uh-huh. Um, and in my adult life, I decided I'm like, I'm tired of being this way. I'm tired of always like right. being a mean, nasty, very like, defensive defensive person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there was a shit that I purposely took a shift okay. in how I was and how I acted and how, because it's like, it's tiring being that way, yeah. you know? So but you, I think that's remnants of that. Are you comfortable with yourself? Like, yes, yourself. Um, just as you are and then also like are you comfortable with like your sexuality and like people knowing that and like because I get this sense that sometimes you are not 100% comfortable with it I'm not when it comes to people sometimes I'm not because I don't know how other people would take it right uh, what reaction because we talked about this when we had the episode with uh, mm-hmm. Rich and Jarvis like mm-hmm. you just never know when you walk into a room yeah. or an environment yeah. how and that's a, that's a is a very sensitive you know subject to broach like how people receive and receive that about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depends on the environment, like or the pe- group of people I'm around. Okay. Um, do I like feel comfortable with myself sometimes? Because okay. it's like I said, I have insecurities like everybody do, mm-hmm. and it's like sometimes insecurities just set in where it's like a like heavy self doubt. Um, but again, it's with certain people okay. um, that I'm real comfortable with myself um, because you have to like you have to um, I don't know you have to have an air or something about yourself like it's where I feel like there's no judgment and there's right. a very select few people in my life where um, I feel that comfortable I feel like there's just like completely no judgment. Okay. Um, I think that answered your question. I don't know. It did. Okay. It did. I just I was. That's interesting. Um, for the record, I don't judge you at all. Like I would never do that, and I don't. I don't want you to ever feel that. I'm not saying that you do feel okay. that way, but I don't want you to feel like that. Yeah. Um. I. I because we are, you know, in our immediate group, we are the only ones like us. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> um. I do want us to, you know, continue to like to deepen that bond. So I want you to feel like you can talk to me about stuff. You know, I don't never tell shit anyway. Right. <laughs> so, like, if you share something with me, yeah. no, I'm not going to judge you, and I'm not going to like tell your but shit. But you either. know, the older I get, it's like the more, the less and less I stop caring about like Amen. people and their perceptions or their hangups about anything I got going on or how I feel uh-huh. about things or about my life. It's just like the older and older I get. And I think that's just a true um, rule about life. It is. The older you get, the less you just care. The less assure yourself mm-hmm. and who you are. Um, and that especially with me 
Unfortunately, coming up on my thirties. Um. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say you talk so much shit about you know being thirty and over, but like there's this. I keep telling people there's yeah. a whole new level of I don't give a fuck. You're right. When you hit thirty, like it's just like I don't. I know. I know me, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like you know. So I, I'm. I'll be glad when you reach thirty. It's great, man. And you know what's even better about thirty? Once you get into your thirties and you still look like you in your twenties, all of those compliments <laughs> are so fucking incredible. Right. They're great. Right. I really enjoy yeah. them. Yeah. But um. But yeah. I'm comfortable with myself. It's just like, am, am I comfortable with myself around the unknown, like certain environments? Right, right. Not necessarily. I understand that. We have again, that in common. Yeah, because that goes back to that defensive nature about yeah. myself. Uh, if I'm vulnerable being myself, I don't want to be attacked mm-hmm. for that. So I get, yeah, that's what it is. I think, I think we have very similar kind of experiences, like in like you know younger years, like high school and stuff outside of the house, mm-hmm. dealing with other people as it pertains to like, um, us coming off as gay, mm-hmm. I think you were more where well, you had like that look on you. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have that look. It was just more of you say something, I'ma hit you. Like so, we just mm. we just dealt with it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we have a, a similar experience in that way. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's take a little break. Um, take oh, a break and then commercial we'll be, break. Okay. Yeah, a little commercial break and then when we get back, we'll get more into your business because um, we ain't talking about me no more <laughs> oh, whatever <laughs> hey guys i would like to thank once more miss shamir wilder and her upcoming apparel line his pieces for sponsoring this episode of the cookout thank you so much and again if you would like to sponsor an episode of the cookout dms slide in them thank you hey guys you're probably listening to the show on itunes so you already know we're on itunes so do me a favor Subscribe, slide to the bottom of the page, rate it five stars. (laughs) After you do that, leave a raving review. And then after you do that, one more step, share it and tell a friend. Okay? I'm trying to, you know, get some sponsorship and pay some bills. So y'all be good to me and do that for me. All right. Thank you. That's it. Now let's get back to the show. (laughs) Ew. We are back. (coughs) Hi, Mills. Hi. So you got some questions for me, bitch? Anything? You want to ask anything? Because honestly, I told you, like, I only did, like, um, four or five things for this episode. Okay. Because I wanted to just be conversational. So my list is exhausted already. I've already done everything I wanted to do. So <clears throat> what you want to know, ho? What, you wanna talk, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about for the rest of the day? What's um, going on? If you don't ask something, I'm going to get all up in your business, <clears throat> and I'm going to expect an answer. Oh, gosh. And if I don't okay. get one, we're going to fight, and we don't want that. <laughs> we don't want that. Um, Good job, Mills. Because I, I really did not come prepared. Usually I would, you know. Like way I to come prepared, prepare, Mills. Because you told me I didn't have to when I actually left. That's time. not what I said to you, ho. That's not <laughs> what I said. You know what? I have a question for you. Go ahead. I want to know your opinion about something. Like okay. Your real opinion about something. Okay. So, and I'm not going to say names or give too many details so you know is this a situation i'll be it's a situation that that involves me okay it's something that involves me it's actually gonna be two two okay. situations okay the first one so there is um an ex that i have so <laughs> and you have been a champion for some reason of us getting back and together why is that the first person that came in from my head really <laughs> so explain that to me i need to understand this and i want to also know how you feel about 
it now that I've I haven't like told you everything, but I've given you more details as yeah, to why. You gave me some like last time we spoke on it. You get like gave me one of those like oh, you know, right. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so why why were you like because so, you've never met him? Like you never I never we, met him. I only saw pictures and stories that you and Jerome told. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the reason why, and I think we discussed this before, the reason why I was a champion for him because it was, at the time, what you had going on out of the other situation that you had. Okay. The least messiest avenue to go with. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Because <laughs> you know that last situation, what that was, that what that was, uh-huh. and how sticky that was, and uh-huh. how I told you. That situation is you're not first in that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that that situation you're not being put first in that. Right. And so, and it was a better. And from what you said, out of all the bad, you really like say a lot of good about it too. Like, oh, it he's he's of, wonderful. Yeah, he's wonderful. So I was like, okay. And then if and at the time you tell me all the the reform he was doing, the changing he was doing. Uh huh. I was like, okay. If he does, if he's this whole different person now, why not? Go with somebody who you say you still love, have love mm-hmm. for. He's a changed part. He, you know, showing that he's changing and that he wants to get back together and prove to you how much he's changed. Mm-hmm. Versus the other situation where it was just like messy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing, though. Every every situation that I've had on the table in the past two years since that ended um, has been messy. Like mm-hmm. it has not been without some sort of like fatal flaw. Um, with he and I, it's like more of, and gosh, we actually haven't talked in months. Um, do you feel like you attract mess? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I don't know what that is. And I've actually been like trying to figure out what that is about me. Mm-hmm. Like I do attract, um, I attract mess. Mm-hmm. I attract men who are like deeply scarred. Mm-hmm. Um, huh? <laughs> what? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, gorgeous. Yes. They're beautiful. <laughs> they're beautiful, but they have, they've got problems. And they are projects. And I don't want no more projects. Yeah. Like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Like, I really am. Like, I want you to come to me. Like, you ain't got to be, like, complete, because nobody's complete. complete. But come right. to me together. Like, so, like, he's great. Mm-hmm. And I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't talked in months, but as far as I'm concerned, he and I are fine. Like, I don't right. know how he feels, but we're good. Yeah. Um, now, there were, from what I saw when we were conversing last, there were changes that were made. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but a person is always going to be who they are right. still. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and especially when you've given, an, given a situation a lot of different opportunities, mm-hmm. and it's always kind of come back to the same thing mm-hmm. i'm listen i don't like so if you and i are beefing mm-hmm. and we know what our problem is mm-hmm. and we work it out we talk it out and it's cool and i'm like okay males so you know we know what this is our problem is this is how we're gonna you know address it if it ever happens again and we make that agreement we're like okay we're gonna do that and we're fine we're going about our, our lives and we're you know friends and then situation comes up again and you revert back to the old way that wasn't working, the old way that made me feel a way, the old way that offended me, mm-hmm. and you know what we need to do because we've discussed it and you still choose to, then I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. And when you do that over and over again, then it becomes a problem. Doesn't mean I love you any less. 
like always, always, always gonna love him. And I always have like the most positive things to say about him. Do I not? Right, yeah, you do. Like I say great things about him and they're all true. Like he is a wonderful person. Absolutely wonderful. Fucking sexy. Like funny as shit. Like when I tell you, he and I had like the best, right? Like that is my, like I miss my friend. That is my friend. Like we were best friends and I just happened to get to have sex with my best friend, really great sex on a regular basis. It was great, you know, so I miss that, you know, but at the same time, like, it's hard to forget a lot of the other stuff that that went on that nobody knows about. Mm -hmm. Like, there was even, like, something I told you, like, oh, shit, I'm like, yeah, that happened, and nobody knew about that. Right. You know, so, yeah. So that's why, like, I I can't, like, I wanted to, Mm -hmm. but I I couldn't justify it within myself to, to do that. I couldn't. It just it wouldn't have made sense, okay. you know. Um, yeah, so that was that. Um, the um, other situation <laughs> that you kind of alluded to, um, yeah, that was mess too. Yeah, that was that was that was mess. It was good mess. <laughs> <laughs> it was but it, at the same, it was mess, and mm-hmm. I was just I just wasn't a fan of that because it was just like. Either way, you was gonna get a shitty in a stick. Uh, true, true. Um, yeah. You know what? I just want a nice guy. I just want a nice guy who is ready for what I'm ready for, and like has his shit together and is all set to go. Like, like for me, honestly, the rest of my life is intact. Like, I'm uh-huh. good. Like, I enjoy my career. Um, I have an incredible group of friends. Uh, I. I'm good. I have my own place, got my own car. Everything's straight. Are you? I do you I'm just honestly missing, believe you putting yourself out there though. I to think meet I somebody? am. Like, I think I. What do I need to do, Jamel? Like, you want Step me to go to the your, club, bitch? Step, I don't club. Just, you don't have to necessarily go to a club. Go to a bar, or you, like, or if somebody invites you to, if friends invite you to, like, hey, I know this person who's throwing this event. Cut tag along. Have we not discussed this already? I know you, you and your anxiety, but you have to get over. And that. it's not even just that, because like, your way is like I'm not trying to be funny. It's not working. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> My way is not working. But at yeah. the same time, like again, like I mentioned earlier, we were talking about Monice. I was like, yeah. I have to be in a place where because i know how my mental is set up right now like Mm -hmm. things have changed for Mm -hmm. me like things that i could have navigated through and handled before having my brain cut on last year is not gonna work the same now (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it really isn't there are a little bit of personality changes right and so whereas i had a much longer fuse before i blew up my fuse is much shorter now so Mm -hmm. and i recognize that so i have to be really careful about the types of environments i'm in the type of people i'm around so um Whenever I can get through my social anxiety for the most part, like I did that when we went to Pride, and right? I, and I had a great time. So hold on, but, let me ask you this question, like question though. Okay, because I feel like get this feeling that you feel this way. Do you believe at gay black events you're gonna get encounter mess or a situation where you feel like you're gonna pop off? I just I feel like it not not even it's not it's not a black thing and mm-hmm. or necessarily even like a gay thing it's mm-hmm. just more of a people thing. Okay. So I have a person in mind and you know who I'm who I have in mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna get too deep into that. Yeah, okay. But you know what I'm talking about. And yes. so the events and I'm not just saying you but like events because Charlotte you know our community is pretty small. Right. You know all four of us in this building in this room have a connection to each other. Right. And I've never even met Q in person until today. Right. But y'all know each other. Him and Jerome know each other. And you right. and Jerome know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the community is small. So 
I don't want to be in a situation with people who like, I want to have that community, people who I should be able to trust and have these key keys with. Right. But I remember what you did to me. And like, you can't, you cannot, I got to see you for that. Like, even if it's just a conversation, like we got to have a con. If you, if you're going to approach me, if you're going to walk up to me, which you will, if you're going to walk into my space, cause I can just ignore you and that's but fine. That individual, like just speaking on that, that individual don't frequent as much as I think anymore. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. And I'm looking at Jerome for confirmation. But <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> but um, because you know who I'm talking about too, right? Okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I but my experience with like being out, especially in the community here, yeah, stuff, yeah, stuff like that to go on, but not as frequent as you think it does. Yeah. Or um. Or people as not as like catty here as you think it is. Like mm-hmm. there are people like are shady and funny because she's like, that's what we do. Yeah, because that's, that's part what of our we culture. do. But it's just not a thing of people being like outright nasty. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let me. All right, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. We're okay. gonna make a deal, okay? Because me and Mills, we um, <laughs> so my parents celebrated 23 years last weekend, and so Mills came to like the dinner with us, and we had a good time. So I'm yes, gonna say one of your parents are a wonderful couple. So shout outs to them. <laughs> your yeah. parents are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or are they Jerome? <laughs> um, and so we were out, and like there was this uh, table of guys behind us. Um, yes. Who Jamil is like convinced that the guy was gay and he was flirting with me, and I do not think he was gay. I think but, he was just a drunk white guy. Like that's all I think it you was. Ha- you have to see the vibe the guy came off when he came to the table. It was more of like, hey, so what y'all guys doing after this? Y'all gonna go out? Y'all should come out. And he was like, had like seemed like like deep eye contact with Chase. He was drunk, so it was just like, <laughs> and you know. You know how dudes get, especially, nah, I hate to say this. Say it. Like, especially, you know, the white boys when they get a little licky in them, they down for anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, that's, that's the vibe he was giving out. Okay. They did not know what's for a can of paint. Like at all. Like, at and all. it was just like, let's go out. Y'all got to come out. We need to hang out tonight. Okay. So, all right. So. In that, I was getting to this. Like, it, I had a good time. It was fun. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed it. The music was great. The food was fucking excellent. It was really good. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. So, I need to make a deal with you. I will go out to an event of some sort okay. with you. But, but, you cannot leave me. <laughs> you cannot leave me. You have this crippling fear. You cannot leave me. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot like it'll be and, me okay, you and Roger. So part it of is, the deal, is, we are a thruple for the night. Okay, and- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I remember when I first said thruple, they was like, "What is that?" But, but um, okay, and part of the deal as well, you have to go make conversation with somebody. Go make conversation with somebody. Yeah, Mills, I'm not just gonna walk up to somebody and be like, hey, just, "So how about the Lakers?" Introduce yourself to someone. Start small talk. Yeah. The way that I do that is it is a cute boy and I walk up on my listen, I notice you, I think you're attractive. Run me that run me that number. That's like I don't like, <laughs> That's like I don't have game. I just come like, yo, I think you're really good looking. I notice you from across the room and I would like to get to know you if that's okay with if you. If that's what you gotta do too, do that. That but okay, make sure the cute boy's there. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. You gotta do. I, can't. <laughs> I do. cannot guarantee Listen, that. Make this night out worth my while. Make it worth my while. 
<laughs> strippers. You need to make it worth my while. Listen, you know, my bar is set high. I swing for the fences. I date out of my league. So he needs to be. He got to be fine. So make sure there's some fine boys there. Yes. <laughs> and listen, he don't have to be black. You know, I like them all. Black, white, yeah. Asian, Hispanic. But we had this conversation. The, the community here, the different races don't really Which I have hate. spaces where they hang out together. I so absolutely it's hate like, it. It's separated. I don't so understand like, that. So it's going to be a situation where you have to bar hop. When we were talking about this um, at the table uh, right. last last week, and I was like, yo, like, because I was kind of in the mood to like go out and do something. I, mm-hmm. If my parents weren't in town, I probably like, Mills, let's go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I want to go to a place where, you know, it's mixed and mingled and like I want to see white guys and black guys and I, was, I want us to have a good time. But it's like that doesn't exist. So I'm like, now I got a bar hop. I don't I want to go park my car one place and stay like I don't feel like paying I mean, four different covers. You got to remember, too, even though Charlotte is like a major city, it's still a southern city as at that. So Stupid. it's just like the south it. is like. They don't mingle like that. Like the races don't mingle like that. I don't understand that. Why not? I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I love me a good Hispanic man, a good Caucasian man. I love it. Like just mix it up. But you know what? I don't see a lot of. I know there's like Hispanic gay men in Charlotte, but you don't see them. I don't see them out like that. Which is hurtful for me because you know that's like my favorite flavor. Really? Yeah, like, I know that is your that favorite, is my favorite flavor. Favorite flavor. Yeah, but I don't love me a good Puerto Rican. I love unless it. Unless like, and I hate to say it, like I guess like. I heard Scorpios do like the Latino nights or See, whatever. Yeah. They be checking for the white. I'm Hispanic, so I'm gonna check for white people. They don't like. They, they don't like black. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? Like, yeah. My first boyfriend was Puerto Rican. Like, my first. You know what's interesting? Like, okay, so I attract. I notice a lot of times. A lot. Of, a lot of people have made mention of like. Um, the guys that I've dated or my boyfriends, they're like, they're all light-skinned. That's what I attract, I notice. Like, light-skinned guys or Hispanic men mostly are attracted to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm attracted to everything. So I like chocolate. like, right. But, like, they don't respond to me. And I don't understand what that's about. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get, like, a lot of playback from them. Like, from, like, brown boys or dark-skinned boys. Like, I don't get a lot of play. Do you, have y'all, when, when you were dating, had you, like, come across that at all? Or No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this look on his face like no, that's why I said I was an equal opportunist but he was uh, a hoe that's what you are <laughs> so, wait wait that's another thing me and Bills had like we talked about before I was like I like anytime there's a new guy that I'm talking to that happens to like live in Charlotte or whatever the case is whether it be like from Tinder or like any, anything I have to go over to Jamel and be like okay Mills do you know her <laughs> like I got to make sure. And what, like two out of three, two out of, like three I knew, and I was like, yeah, I know yes. her personally. Like, like, I, I know her in the biblical sense. I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, hate it. I but it's hate a small it. community, and like, it's unfortunately, it's like you will run into people who've like been with each other <sighs> in some type of Because this is it's so. this one, he's, he's younger than me, um, but he's really cute. Mm-hmm. Ass is so fat. <laughs> like I really want to sleep with him. Like I totally which would. I encourage him to. do I'm so. not going to sleep with him because he's seen my sister's vagina and I'm not doing that. Not vagina, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. No. no, 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 no. And and he knows it. He knows it. He's perused. this is like almost like he's perused a good my decade ago though. I don't care. <laughs> How am I going? Like, what if it like really gets serious? How am I supposed to like bring him around my friends and stuff? And like, just bring you know, him around. I ain't gotta be weird. <laughs> I ain't doing that. That's weird for me. I don't know. If you showed up with a guy that I had slept with, I'd be like, now, nah, bitch, you know, bitch. Like, it would be weird for me. And my question is, was it serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. 
Because you know what? Because, okay, so me and my friends had this discussion, and it got to a point in my, in my like, group of uh, friends, gay friends. Um, you know, every uh, group of guys have to have, like, a three or four, like, group of gay friends that like that. We had had a discussion, like, okay, <laughs> just because y'all, y'all slept together once, always <laughs> messing each other on these apps, that don't make them your ex, and that, or that person is off limits i mean i I realize that don't make him your ex but like i don't i just think that would make that would be weird for me like it would be weird like for me maybe not you but it'd be weird for uh, me wait, do you think that's weird like, i'd be just understanding like it, if you like if you came to a plate and told me hey i just talked to so-and-so you either have the choice to be like yay or nay my vote is nay I vote nay. But if you don't have any feelings for this person, <laughs> or you can't even half remember how the sex was, <laughs> like, why, you can't, like, like, why would you care? I get what you're saying from because it's like, if I knew, you know, how what we did, he may compare it to your. Like, I, I'm, I think like that too. It's like, yeah, I'm just like wondering. It's like, like you're getting the best of both worlds now. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah. Like, like every time you see my, it's like, not like okay, my, so my, when my I, friend, like you want to fuck again or something. Like that's it's, weird. It's not like I'm saying like, oh, you told me, oh, I slept with him last week. Okay, maybe I'm gonna take pause and like, okay, that's, that wasn't that good. Like we may like no, but if you told me, oh yeah, years ago when I was younger, like we hooked. Okay, was it serious? Do you care? Like. You shouldn't care if y'all ain't still talking. Like you know what I'm okay, saying. Okay, so and and this is this I, this never happened. I, I met Roger through Jamel. Let's yeah, just, let's <laughs> no, this never. So happened. like, if me and Roger like fucked like five years ago, and like y'all get together, y'all in a relationship, and then you meet me, would would we still be friends, knowing that y'all that me and him hooked up a few times? I would say yes because I would like ask both of you how would what was the situation? Okay, how deep did it go? If it was nothing. That I don't see why that should be mm-hmm. an issue unless somebody make it an issue. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Because if y'all both at a point like, yeah, it happened. It was your, it was really nothing. Uh huh. It just I was young, dumb and full of cum. Cum, right? And you know, <laughs> and you know, a lot of gay men, especially, say that, especially when they are on their own and they reach a certain level of freedom, it's a free for all for all. So. Mm-hmm. If it was like a situation like that, I wouldn't care. Now, if it was something like, yeah, we actually dated for like a couple of months, then I'd be like, okay, nah, bitch, we ain't cool. But <laughs> okay, all right, so there, that's the line for you. Yeah. Okay. But if it was just something like y'all just slept together or y'all exchanged, no, because especially like, okay, so like exchange like that thing like, okay, so the other person, because it was another person too. So the other person, y'all just like talked, like right. you know, and stuff like that. Like that was fine for me. I was okay with that. Right. Um, that didn't bother me too much. I was, I was honestly waiting for him to bring it up and he never did. <laughs> um, but like I don't know, I guess to me once it got like goes to like the physical, it was just kinda like, oh, I don't really know. Um, but I get what you're saying though. I understand. Yeah. Because you're gonna have it like find it few and far in between if somebody's like I say especially Charlotte because you say you don't want to leave Charlotte like you don't you done with moving. Then oh yeah, I'm done with moving. I'm you gonna come across somebody you, none of your friends they never dealt with in any type of way. You know what I'm saying? Unless it I was guess something like, for, I serious guess, like y'all they was actually dating like exclusive. You know what I'm saying? That's different. I guess it's just because like you and I like like fairly close. Right. Like, if it was just like a, an acquaintance I had and like that acquaintance slept with the guy that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of like okay, whatever. But like you you be around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, like, like when I, okay, so a couple months ago, <clears throat> when I was dating someone, um, and I, it looked like it was possibly gonna, like, like get serious, mm-hmm. 
I pulled you, Jeter, and Vaughn in a room. I was like, okay, look, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because, like, y'all are my aces. You know right. what I'm saying? So, like, you one of my aces. I wouldn't want to, like, be like, I don't want to co-mingle. And, like, mm-hmm. it, that's just too much for me. It's too much mess. I don't but know. You, you know, everybody got a pass. I, I, I know <laughs> you have a lengthy one. Huh? I wish I had a whole phase. <laughs> I wish I had a whole phase like you did, though. I wish I did. It's never. It's not too. It's not too late. It, it, a whole phase. A whole phase at thirty three just looks fucking crazy. It looks crazy. Like girl, like get. Don't tell your business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that would. You know, I can honestly speaking of that. That would type of. I had to call myself a hoe, but that's. What, <laughs> call the thing a thing. Okay. <laughs> But that's how I was. I was out here doing me, but it wasn't something that was widely known because I never like was out here. I keep it. I was keeping situations to myself, and I was dealing with people. Were like it was like we kid. That's that's our business. I mean, right? if I did that, I yeah. mean, I would certainly be the same. Yeah. Like you know, I, again, I don't tell shit. So, yeah. um, and that's that's another thing that's really interesting. Like I'm very open and vocal on this show, mm-hmm. but there is so much that I don't say. Like there mm-hmm. is so much that people actually don't know. They think they really know everything, but it's like no, right. no, you don't. But um, I feel like if I would have came out earlier. Um, I would have definitely been. I would. I would probably would have been a hoe for for a good long time. And to to, to me, there's nothing wrong with being like having a, a certain se- like sexual freedom or owning up to your sexual like you know oh, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. If there's nothing wrong with like, it's your body choosing who you want to like yeah. share that with. Like, I think the whole stigma of like to me like the whole stigma of being like quote unquote a hoe is just like crazy now because it's like you you know everybody in adults people do what they want to do no i agree with there that there should be no judgment on that so if you still at 33 want to go out here uh, <laughs> um whatever i'm saying <laughs> uh spread it uh oh lay it low and spread, spread it wide, wide. <laughs> then you do that so. but see you know what i think again like i'm just said i'm in a different place mm-hmm. so of course i i'm a very sexual person mm-hmm. um i like sex a lot and mm-hmm. i like having a lot of sex mm-hmm. but at 33, I'm looking for something different. Okay. So had had I come out, you know, at you know 17, 18 instead of 24, mm-hmm. you know, I would have um, I wouldn't have been looking for anything serious or deep. I would have been out there just fucking. So probably. why didn't you ever have like a like even 24? 24 is still like a young age. Well, so. I, ca- I came out um, mostly because I had entered into a relationship mm-hmm. already. So I met my first boyfriend in June of. Um, 2009 mm-hmm. uh, on my space of all places mm-hmm. and we were in a relationship from for like for a year mm-hmm. and I came out that following February um, mm-hmm. so after that we broke up in June of 2010 I was getting over our breakup and then I ended up meeting my second boyfriend in I think it was that October maybe or September mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really have a whole lot of you know time. Right. We were together for a year. Um, I moved to Milwaukee. Then from Milwaukee, I went to Orlando. Uh, and that whole year, 2012 to 2013, when I was in Orlando, was I had no business being with anybody. Mm-hmm. I had I was dealing with my first ever heartbreak. My mm-hmm. second boyfriend like broke my heart. Like I and it took me a long time to get over him. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like date anybody. I didn't want like nothing. Um, and so after that, um, by the time I realized I was actually like healed from that, I ended mm-hmm. up meeting my third boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, no, no, I ended up, um, I started dating. I did start dating, um, dated a guy from Germany who lived in Atlanta, um, for some months, like three or four months. 
wasn't really serious, but we were just like lightly dating. Yeah. And then after him, I met my my third boyfriend. We were together for two two years. So you're a relationship person. You just don't really graduate gravitate towards the casual, like hey, I, type of thing. I don't I don't mind the casual as long as it's at this point. Again, at this point, as long as it's leading to something, like mm. I don't, I don't, I ain't got time. Like mm. let's let's hurry up. Like mm. I don't want to skip steps, but at the same time, like I need to know what your intent is. If your intent is just like to fuck, okay, cool. Maybe I can do that to tie me over, you know. But <laughs> but understand that I'm actually out here looking for something serious with somebody else. You know, okay. let's be clear about that. Um, but also, even with that, it has to be a very particular person, a particular type of setup. I'm just not one to just be out here fucking. Mm. Um, and I'm also at a point like. It used to bother me, but I kind of kind of proud of my number at this point. Like how low my number is, I, I like mean, that. That's something like yeah, noble. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not I'm not trying to like raise that number unnecessarily. Now, any of you six who want to you know come back for another ride, we can do that. Let's. I'm I'm all about revisiting. So when you first told me your number, I was completely shocked. It's Why? Like, because I never met a gay person who just only slept with six people. Like, <laughs> well, see, I started late too. Yeah, you know, I didn't lose and my virginity. You say you came out so late. I was like, yeah. You are like the first time I had I came out first time I had sex first relationship like everything yeah. like all like in the same thing so um yeah I just I started late and I like I like connection I like bond you know um that's that's the thing I crave the most like sex I can I can I can get you know sex with the wave of a hand like that's nothing you know if I want that I can find that but I want connection I want something real that's what I crave at night like when I'm in bed or like when I'm thinking when I'm by myself I'm like you know I really would like to have that so Okay. Um, just running around fucking ain't gonna get me that. Okay. At thirty three, so, um, shit, bitch. You know my business. We be talking about you, <laughs> oh ho. All right, let me ask you just one question, and then we'll um, we can like wrap this up probably. Something I always kind of want to know of you. Oh god. Um, you know I want to pry. Oh god. What are you afraid of? And don't give me some basic like, oh, I'm scared of bugs, or I'm scared of failure. Everybody, that's that's whatever. <laughs> don't give me no surface ass answer because if it's surface, I'm gonna call you out. Uh, what are you afraid of? Like, real? Like, what's the thing that really like takes you there? You know what? Recently, what I've been afraid of mm -hmm. is um, not death per se, but just not knowing what happens after that. Mm. Just not really like like I do. You know, I believe in you know in my faith in God. Yes, and this, but. You know how it is when it comes to judgment. You just like I don't know yeah. what what's going so what's going to be said. Is it going to be like I mean thinking I'm leading this life like it's going to get me there, but right, right. What he tell me, nah, take your ass on down there, take like your you know? ass on <laughs> right. So that's like just not knowing that what's going to happen. I after. can not totally like, relate. That is, thank you for sharing that. Lately, that yeah, that's been on my mind. Like damn, what's really going to happen? Yeah. I don't think any of us know. I think that no. I think that all of us have this idea in mm -hmm. our small, feeble human minds, mm -hmm. and it's going to be completely different, or it just goes to black. It could be that. And some people, that scares them more mm -hmm. than anything else. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. I have my thoughts and my theories. Um, it's interesting because I feel like a lot of my theories and thoughts are shunned because, you know, I... I am I a Christian? I believe in 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 God and I love Christ. Yes, but mm -hmm. a lot of the Christian like religious rituals and things of that nature, I don't subscribe to a lot of the the principles I don't believe in. I think they're man-made things that we just pass down. So I even when it comes to death, I 
I think that it could be, you know, instead of this, you know, glorious heaven thing or this hell mm-hmm. that we envision as being like, you know, a literal like pit full of fire and this mm-hmm. red horned devil with like a, a, to, a, 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 pitchfork. a, a pitchfork. I think it, it could be like more of your own personal hell, mm-hmm. you know. American Horror Story covers. Yes. Like, that is hell for her. Yeah. You know, whereas hell for somebody else could be being alone. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it could be that. Or honestly, like, I almost low-key, I've been thinking about, is reincarnation, like, a real thing? Like, do you come, does your energy just transfer to another, mm-hmm. like, body and you, or is it just you fade to black? Mm-hmm. You know, what? how does this work? And, I, and nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that anybody can go into that and come back and tell us how that works. Mm-hmm. Um so I've thought a lot about this too, mm-hmm. especially facing death. So I so thought about I, it. I do have a question for you. Okay. I know you're gonna de- you're going to de- like do like a little se- a se- a not like a little bus series on a little se- do you <laughs> on your little show on <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Christianity and religion. Yes, I am. Um, which I'm looking forward to. Um, Exclusive. So, Click. Uh, I mean, you just letting the cat yeah, out the bag. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually trying to get the scheduling down for casting for that now. Actually, yeah. so yeah. So I know that. You, you have, won't be here for one of those. <laughs> I know that you have certain certain like um, issues that in your past that's like stem from church and yeah. Christianity. Mm-hmm. Do you ever believe you'll get to a point where where you feel like you pass that? You'll get past, like pass it to a point where it's like, yeah, that happened to me, but. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of renewed in my like not saying you're not like kind of mm-hmm. like renewed and resolved in my faith like you know what I'm saying I, yeah I feel like I feel like I have reached that I just don't to in the bush boils I just don't want to go to church like I just mm-hmm. I don't like it mm-hmm. you know and independent of um you know the the things that I dealt with in churches mm-hmm. um I just I'd rather not most of the time. Mm-hmm. Now I will say I have gone. There's a particular church here in Charlotte that I've gone to um, a few times since I moved here in the past three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I've gone, it's been a pleasant experience. Right. Um, and I've always gotten the word. As a matter of fact, I listen to um, their messages. You know, when I'm getting ready in the morning and stuff like that. So it does feed me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just on Sunday mornings I just don't be wanting to get up and go like I've I feel like I have given enough church hours in my life <laughs> to to sail me through for at least another 10 years like okay. I have given enough of my life to that mm-hmm. and it was of course I was younger so it was like something that was like forced, forced upon party, me yeah. um but I just I'm good mm-hmm. I'm good and if I feel like I need to go to church I will go to that particular church mm-hmm. I have to be particular about the environment of the church I'm in but I do feel like I'm I'm past it for the most part I don't look at you know, other church people, other Christians as um, evil or predators anymore. I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am cautious mm-hmm. and I do keep an eye out because I know what it is, especially when it comes to um, people like us. Mm-hmm. I know how they treat us and mm-hmm. and I won't stand for them doing it to somebody else. Have you ever thought about going to like a Furman church? Um, I, I've never been to one. Um, I, I would be open to it if I'm in a church mood or mode okay. I, would, I would do that just okay. to give it a give it a try to give it a shot because i like i know i think charlotte has a couple right i don't yeah. you know i don't yeah. well we can ask jerome he's a, he's a church queen oh. so <laughs> <laughs> resident church queen in the building uh, you know let's chat later let's chat later <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, but for real, I really actually want to, um, when we have that series, I want to have Jerome come in for that as well um, to give his perspective because you are, he is still heavily involved in the church, and mm-hmm. um, but he's also had his challenges as well. So I want to talk about those things um, and kind of like, because not all gay people feel the same. There are a lot of church queens. No shade. I'm not saying that, you know. But there are a lot of... So like, explain what a church queen is to people who don't know what a church a ch- queen is. A church is. queen is that... Is, <laughs> church queen is, to me, is like the messiest of the messies. Like, the I mean, super de duper de messy. Um, a church queen is that person who I was going to suplex in service that one day. <laughs> Um, no, just um, the type of like a church queen is one who who would sleep with the pastor. You know, <laughs> a church queen is one that would scam the church. Meanwhile, singing on the choir, a church queen is most of the time the choir director or so, stuff like that. Like so I, a gay a, male or maybe female. I don't know if you would categorize no, female. No, not a, okay. So a gay male who's very heavy in church mm-hmm. in their faith who does very typical messy or petty things. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 That's what, what's that? <laughs> and still try to uphold the lies of Christianity. And yeah, still try to, to yeah, we'll, we'll sit in the seat of yeah. judgment of others. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, you got your ankles behind your ears for the deacon. Okay? Like, sis, board. the married deacon. Board. The board? board? The whole board? <laughs> the whole board. Oh, you know, like, it's just, I don't, I don't, or like, okay, so for instance, like. You need to interview like a gay pastor as well. Interview a gay pastor? Yes. I don't, I don't know a gay pastor, so I wouldn't even know where to start with I that. I can put you in contact with someone. You know what? Y'all ain't shit on this couch over here. Oh, <laughs> what, what was said? Whatever was said, it was messy. You can, t- look at them. You know, y'all know what y'all did. <laughs> <laughs> You get a bunch of girls in the room. They're not. But I mean, they're already okay, like, I mean, put me in contact with one. I, you know, I would be. That would be a really interesting episode, and especially for that series. Right. I'm already thinking like that series is probably going to be. Gosh, I already in my head. I have four episodes. That I think mm-hmm. that'll turn into. But you adding people to the roster, so I think. I mean, there are. Even though Jerome and, and Mr. Thomas over there is laughing, they I know they know of gay pastors as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Outwardly gay pastors. Outwardly. Outwardly, oh, yes. Okay, okay. Oh, church. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's God. Okay. Yes. Okay. Married. Married. What? First man, husband. Okay, I'm about to say married to, not married to a woman. First gentleman. Gentleman. First gentleman. First gentleman. Okay, okay. I would be here for that. I think that would be great. Yes, put me in, in contact with, with them. I think that would be a cool element to add to the show. I'm gonna have to. I'm really like with this. I'm really trying to be careful about the casting mm-hmm. of these episodes, but I don't want to water it down either. At the same time, like I don't want to just put people together that are going to agree with each other, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to create a negative environment on the show either. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be just know that those four to five episodes because I want to try and do them back to back are going to be very stressful for your host Chase Cassidy. So y'all hold me up in prayer, church queens. <laughs> that I will make it through it alive. But I think it'll be something healthy, um, and not and just and even independent of like the, the the gay aspect of things. Just I feel like a lot of times people hide behind Christianity to be racist and and just be ugly to people 
or they pass on these traditions through churches that are really damaging the people and their psyches and just like the family unit. Like, so I want to talk about all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And I also want to talk about the differences between like, if we're all reading the same Bible and we all have the same faith, why do we have 74 different denominations and everybody has their own opinion? Yet at the same time, you tell me there's no interpretation in the Bible. It's, it's just all black and white. But so if there's no interpretation, then why do I don't get it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of contradictory things that go on in the Christian church that really bother me that I really want to touch on. So right. I'm going to just say to to the people that I'm going to invite, you know, um, to be a part of the cast for this series, if you are a person that does not like tough questions and, and doesn't like having your thought processes challenged, this is not the the time to come to the cookout. Like, cause I'm, I'm not going to let like certain shit slide. Right. Just saying, that's just what the Bible say. But does it say that? Does it? <laughs> does it, sis? Like, is is yeah. is that what he meant? You know, is mm -hmm. there wiggle room for maybe things getting lost in translation from Hebrew to English or maybe, you know, people's interpretations being a little bit different? Mm -hmm. You know, personally, I think and I feel that at the basis, the two, the two things that, that God wants from us and it's for us to lead and through love and everything that we do, mm -hmm. it's always love. And secondly, um, everything goes through your personal relationship with him. What I mean by that is I personally, I am convicted in my spirit, not because anybody else, but in my spirit, I'm convicted about drinking alcohol. Not only because I know I have an addictive personality and I'll probably, you know, have a dependency on it and I'll be a violent drunk. I know that. <laughs> but also because for some reason, whatever reason, I have it in my spirit that he doesn't want me to drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. And I know that. Mm -hmm. So if I drink alcohol, then I'm outside of the will of God and I have sinned and now I need to go and repent because I went against what he asked me to do. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean that I get up on my pulpit or amongst my group of friends and say that Jerome and Jamil and y'all going to hell because y'all may partake? Mm -hmm. No, that is my conviction. And I feel like a lot of times, like that stuff that has happened in the Christian church, like bishop or pastor may have gotten a word from God and a conviction in their spirit about something, and instead of keeping that for them in their personal relationship, they get on the pulpit and say, well, this is what the Bible says, this is what the Lord is saying. He's saying that for you, sis, not me. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not saying that for me. Right. You know, and I think homosexuality may have been one of those things that, that originated that way, and it may have just translated through the generations, and now it's just all misconstrued to where, like, we are, like, the most demonized group of people in the eyes of the Christian church, and I think it is complete bullshit because we uphold your raggedy ass church mm -hmm. your choir wouldn't be what it was <laughs> your first lady wouldn't be like she does. Uh, okay <laughs> say it like it, it's just yeah so as you can see i'm very passionate about this yes all right so this leads me to a question um how religious would you like your partner to be i don't want him to be religious at all like i don't want you to be i want you to have a relationship you know with christ <laughs> but you can keep that religious shit for for somebody else i don't want that okay um, even if you don't necessarily believe what I believe, that's okay with me too. Okay. As long as we're able to be respectful of one another and have conversation, like you can believe in what you believe. That's cool. As long as it's not hurting nobody. Right. I'm all right with that. I, I don't need you to, you know, don't, don't come here with no religious. I feel like I have dated people. Um, or talk to people mm -hmm. who were either church queens or borderline, 
And I find that a lot of them have some sort of internal like turmoil with themselves about their sexuality as it pertains to God. And they've had this guilt and this, this heaviness about them that I don't want no parts of. Like, I really don't want that. But you know what? I think I'm not going to say for everyone. Like I think some gay men who actually do grow up in the church, they do struggle with that because yeah, um, I did. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah, because it's something just you just been you taught and it just made been made to feel growing up. So but it's like operative word was did <laughs> past tense because I grew up, mm-hmm. I had a relationship with God for myself independent of the actual church building because we are the church. I was gonna say that yeah, so we are the church. I have, and once I did that. And I started to get to know him for myself. And I realized that once I came out, all of those feelings of shame and like disgust within myself and wanting to kill myself, all mm-hmm. of that stuff really went away. Mm-hmm. Like he's not asking me to be anything other than he, what he created me to be. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be with somebody who's still struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And I see it as a struggle. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to church every Sunday, great. If you want to sing on the choir, great. If you want to do... all. You be involved. Mm-hmm. Just don't bring none of that religious shit home with you. Have a relationship. That religious shit, I can't. I can't deal with it. Do you feel, do you ever feel like yeah, that you would be able to grow in Christ together? Yeah, I would love that. Okay. I would absolutely. I would love that. I um, I would like to. If we both are believers of Christ, mm-hmm. in my next relationship, I would like for us to pray together. I think that's really um important. Um, especially like if we're like within a season of conflict. Right. Um, definitely want us to to pray and grow in Christ together. Um, that don't necessarily mean we got to go to church every Sunday. Yeah, or no stuff like you don't that. Have to go to church. Yeah, yeah. You know. I would. I would like for us to do that. I think it's an important part of uh, the relationship, especially after last week's. Oh, my co-host haven't heard my co-host in a while. <laughs> hey, train. Um, after last week's episode with the married couples, when they spoke that you know Christ. Let me just wait. Let me just wait because you just fucking rude. Like, you just roll through here when you want to roll through here. And the least you can do is, like, send me a text and say, like, I'm on the way or something. <laughs> Co-host is just just rude. Anyway, um, the married couples were saying that Christ was really big in their um, marriages. In their marriages. Um, and I, I see the importance of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen my parents go through some, some, some tough shit. You know right. what I mean? Like, and I really feel like if it wasn't for, you know, Christ and restraint... <laughs> <laughs> that um they may not have made it through that so i, I recognize the importance of it right and having a, a faith together yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. i didn't expect for us to go there but yeah i like <laughs> this mills me and you doing me and you things yeah. i did not see our you know friendship coming i did it but i'm glad it did i did not either i, I, <laughs> <laughs> I did not but it's, it's yeah it's Good that it did. Um, I agree. But yeah, I didn't see it either. You my boo. Nobody better not say nothing about you. <laughs> they better not. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll fight for you too, you know, as much as you come at me for, you know, being aggressive, and, you know, being being ready to pop all the time. You have. You better, be, you better be glad you got somebody like me in your corner. You are my Moniz to my Masika. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take that with pride. I take that yeah. with pride. I love me some Moniz, like I've said several occasions. Both of our "quote unquote" crazies are very similar. So <laughs> I I totally understand Miss Slaughter. I get it. Yes. yes. Um. All right. Good episode, Mills. Okay. I hope 
Devin Winnie would enjoy. I hope so too, because I feel like we didn't really talk, <laughs> talk about, about shit, anything. But, <laughs> you know, but it's it's fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a good a good time. I wanted to do this because we always do this, and we didn't really argue today, like we no, like we normally. I was waiting for you to say something like, "Okay, we about to go there." Do you want to argue? We can argue. We can do it before we wrap up the show. I think everybody's ready to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just checking. I mean, because I, I got a little time. I got a little time. What you got time for? Um. Do you wanna do you wanna give okay. like a precursor to you know? I'm gonna try to do it for next week's episode with the four of us, so we can talk about like stereotypes and like kind of like what we touched on when I was. So, oh, G just gonna be part of that episode. I right? want yeah. I'm, that's what I'm waiting on. Okay, like Jeter and Vaughn. But um, what I, I made a comment, um, <laughs> and Jamil got. Actually, I was talking to Jeter, and I happened to look over, and Jamil was giving me this look of like confusion, disdain, and shame all at the same time. And with this topic, we can have input from an audience about this. Okay, so this is. <laughs> I don't want to give tell her business, so I'm not. Okay, so we were talking about the way that white men are raising their homes as opposed to the way that black men are raising their homes. So. How can I tell us without? I didn't get permission. So from in her. terms of showing affection, because it would discuss about a situation you. where <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I, I'm trying well, to. It was a situation where because they felt like black men have an issue with showing affection. It was just it was just because how they was raised versus white men who are very much more open to showing affection, mm-hmm. and it was because there's a difference between how the different races of, of men are raised. And so that's when I gave. That's the same face that I gave. <laughs> that's the same face that I gave. And so that's launched the. Uh, what you got to look on your face for? <laughs> and our argument where I said, you know, there's a myriad of issues why black men we discussed them before mm-hmm. may have issues of being as affectionate mm-hmm. as we would like to see, but that doesn't mean majority of black men are like that because i know plenty and i said and i gave examples from my own life and experiences where i knew men who were very affectionate and stuff like despite having a man in the house or not or regardless of what kind of hardships they went through mm-hmm. and i know white men who was there was like i said in that term there's a, there are white fuck boys out there so <laughs> so just you know that's when it, it was just like a and Chase was like, "Well, from my experience, black men." And I think that's what it is struggle. too. I think it was it came down to an experience thing because he and I are from very different, backgrounds. extremely different backgrounds. Right. Um, and so the what I have seen has been one thing, and what he's seen has been something totally different. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I it, I don't know. If, I don't really don't remember if I said all black men. Did I did I say it that? It wasn't you. You didn't say all. It was most black men. Okay, which and I which I feel like I could I I, I stand behind. Yeah. I stand behind saying most because I do think that a lot of us um, were either raised were raised in a situation or so examples of you know showing affection as a man is is a, is number one a negative. That shit is gay. Like you don't do that. Like. That's a pussy move. Like, mm. so I feel like a lot of times, like when these men grow up and they get into romantic relationships, whether it be with women or men, whatever, right. they don't know how to be affectionate. They don't know how to hug that. They weren't taught that. Now, I'm not saying that it's all black men, 
But I do feel like it is a lot of us because our family structure is so broken down and, think, and because our black men have been broken down over generations as right. well. I think my only issue with it is what makes white men have it quote unquote have the greater capacity to show effect. You know what I'm saying? They're, most of the time their family unit is, is set up better than ours. I think it has a lot to do with it. Even their dads may but it may be out there cheating on their mom, whatever the case is. Like that mm-hmm. that that's possible. Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time. But they also see their dad a lot of times give affection to their moms and, and take care of their family. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Like in my that wasn't my reality in my home. That, well, until my stepdad showed up, of course. Let mm-hmm. me let me clear that up because he's he's a great man. But that wasn't my reality in my home, and it wasn't my reality in my neighborhood. Like I mm-hmm. did not see that. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of single ethnic, whether whether it be black or Hispanic right. women, yeah. taking care of their children, and the dads were either were not there or they were, you know, abusive or drunk. Like that's what I saw, mm-hmm. you know. And so that is a lot of what my generation, those traits, that's what we carry. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know. And so you grew up with your dad. I did grow up with my dad, and I knew I had friends who didn't necessarily, but they mm-hmm. still didn't have issues with necessarily showing affection. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I have men in my family, and they're not necessarily with their the mother of their children necessarily, mm-hmm. but they're still in their children's lives and being mm-hmm. a great influence that way. Right. Or um, versus what I saw, I know a white boy who I grew up with, um, and he had his dad in the home and mm-hmm. staying like that. He still he was a bum, a, a fuck boy. So, <laughs> so it's like, do you think it's a mix of? It could be a mix of your environment and just who you are at the same time. Because I, because to your point, um, to give you you know a little bit of rope here, like I wasn't brought up in that environment, and mm-hmm. even like my stepdad kind of alluded to this when he was here. Like he wasn't very active. Not necessarily active, but at first he wasn't like super like affectionate and like didn't really affirm like that wasn't his thing, right? You know, um, but at the same time, like that's who I am, right? As a person, mm-hmm. so regardless of what I saw in my environment growing up when I was in Brooklyn, right? Like or you know when me and my stepdad weren't great, like how we how we dealt with each other, it's just who I am to be affectionate. It's who I am to be loving. That's that's what I do. So I think it's a it could be a mix of both. It, I can agree with that. It could be a mix of both. That's why I was. Didn't I don't know I don't care for, I didn't care for like the affirmation of the stereotypes like black men can't be affectionate or can't I didn't be, say you know I didn't like, I, I didn't say or mean that we can't but I do believe that we or, don't get those examples as readily as white men do, do we, at all and we, that's my we, point we probably we don't we probably don't but it's probably more examples out there at than, than, than what you realize but because only the negatives get highlighted in I our think community. I think now there may be more. Because I feel like a lot of us are taking more accountability. Has kind of made it look as if we shouldn't, as black men, we should not be as, you know, black men in society have made, I know years ago, like, especially in the 90s, we shouldn't cry. Like, yes. Especially growing up in the Bronx. Like, that's how it was. But my dad being a bishop, he was very stern, you know, be strong, be proud, don't do, don't be this, don't be that, don't Mm -hmm. cry, I shouldn't see this, I shouldn't see that. But I was still that kid that was like, look, this is me. Yeah. And that speaks to the mixture of environment versus just who you are as a person. Right. Um, I just, I just really, and I, and I, and I will stand on this. So if you know, please by all means, guys, reach out and you know, let's talk about this. Be respectful because I will fucking reach you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, but I do, 
I, I don't feel like we, uh, as a community, a lot of times, I don't think we had those examples. There are there are pockets where, like, like you grew up with your dad. Yeah. And, like, you had that example. A lot of us didn't and have I that. And I also think, also as well, because there was a study that came out that disproved the notion that black men are not in the homes. Like, it's being told a lot of times. So study, like, disproved that, like, a lot more men are in a home or in their children's lives and their family unit lives in some type of form or capacity. But you never hear about stuff like that because the negative is much more, you know, sensationalized than the positive. You I know don't, what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to discredit the study, but at the same time, like, again, thinking to personal experience, mm-hmm. until I got, like, to high, like, there weren't, of, of my friends and stuff and people that I knew, and even, like, when I moved south, like, mm-hmm. There were not a lot of dads. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not me being negative or saying that we don't have the capacity to do that because I think that we do. I think there are a, 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 a plethora of, of great stand-up black fathers that do what they're supposed to do. Some of them are my friends, mm-hmm. you know. But a lot of those men who are my friends that are great fathers are men that are having to figure it out because their dads weren't there, mm-hmm. you know. So, And I would be one of those men if I had kids. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I, I'm not saying that we're not in the homes. Mm-hmm. I, what I'm saying is, even if we are, you know, we were taught that, at, to Jerome's point, showing emotion, you don't do that, you right. don't cry, and we pass that stuff down. And so when that little boy grows up... I get that. I just think when it came to the comparison against, like, white or, or, or a different race, that's what I took issue with. Yeah. And cause it's, Okay, so cause, let's just take them out of the equation. So let's not even talk about white men because we're not white. We don't know their experience. So right. Let's, let's talk, so let's talk about our experience. Independent of that, what I said is still true. It's, it's true, but I, I don't... I I'll think... Go, go ahead. Okay, I one point. I think it's, it's, it's going to be nature uh, versus nature. Like, it's going to be those right. two combined, right. of course. Right, right. But I think, like, I feel like a lot of people say that since you have a father in a home that you're going to be X, Y, and Z. I had my dad in my home. Uh-huh. My dad was, he paid the bills, but my mom was the person who nurtured me. Right. So she made me love. It wasn't her relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. So I had like my cousin, like one of my cousins, um, her dad uh, went to jail and he came back. He wasn't in her life. I said, would you rather have somebody who is going to be an absentee father in the house not doing anything mm. versus them being on the outside? So is it causing more hurt or more harm? Like, right, which right. one is it doing? Like, right. are you going to be satisfied because, oh, he's here, but he's not doing anything for me? Right. For me, I'd rather for my dad just to be on the outside like it is now. Like, they divorced me good. Like, you uh-huh. didn't, you paid bills, but you didn't give me love. You didn't give me affection. Take me to games. It comes to my track meets. So, I kind of disagree. It was like, I think it, it could be a mixture. It mm-hmm. all kind of depends on who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Right. When it comes down to how learning how to love, what is your love language mm-hmm. at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. That's very important, actually. Yeah. Um, somebody made a post about that. One of my friends, um, that love language is important. And like to your point, that is very, very, very true. Right. Um, I agree um, that I, I do think it is a mix of both. Yeah. You know, nature and nurture. I think it's both of them. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I agree to that point. I think, I think what, because this is one of those conversations we were having where I could see it in your eyes, you was about to get ready to fight me. Um, I think, I think what was bothering me, and there was a lot more to the conversation um, that was being had because it was just like, do you think it was because it was in front of mixed company that was bothering you? Partly, as well? partly because I hate because I, I we don't have that. a we we need to have a conversation. This is, how long <laughs> you want this? No, show we to good. Go? We can keep going. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> because. For one, when it comes to me, to me, and I may sound like a uh, real Negro about Say this. Say how you feel it. But call a thing a thing. Let's call a thing a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> when 
I like to be careful how I speak on stuff, especially in Mexico company when it comes to our community. Uh-huh. Because I knew it. I fucking knew it. And that, and I think that's what was like making me upset uh-huh. is because I'm like he doesn't want to he doesn't want to talk about something negative in the black community in front of people who may not be black. But at the same time, and I get that, but at the same time, what bothers me about that is I'm like, I feel like, you right, probably, get, but we all black in here, so you might have jumped down my throat. What I, I feel like a lot of times within um, the black community, we will sweep shit under the rug <laughs> that really needs to be addressed. And I was like, no, we're talking about this. Let's address it. I, Fuck who's listening, because they can learn some shit too. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I, because. <laughs> Because you know, because it, I think it just ties in that fact when it's like when somebody, when one of us gets in trouble, and we always have this like, I hope you know, we hear something, I hope that right, 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 like you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. or we don't want, or that that fable, that not that fable, but that um, idiom of um, airing out your dirty laundry in front mm-hmm. of people, and like it's that hesitancy because it's like I don't, I'm of especially around people of who are outside of race do I do I like that I care for, yeah, saying something like out the way and it's like or maybe have an opinion like right hold up you're not part of you don't know. <laughs> like i like you but i'm about to check you like right, you know right, what i'm saying because right, right, right. you don't know yeah really understand what we're talking about or like the shoes we're in when we say mm-hmm. say this um, and see i look at that as, a, as an opportunity to like you know that'll be a very teachable moment for you <laughs> you know so i don't really you know so that's what it was and then i said so this is another part of the thing where we were talking about because part of the discussion was this Gita, please don't be mad. But oh gosh, yeah, I was the, the notion of when we get black men and women they do this. Oh, I know we get going. upset uh-huh. with or with our dating life or how our dating life is going. Give me a white man now, because I'm tired of these niggas. I've even and, said that. I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I've said it. I'm like, yo, I'm listen. I'm sick of these niggas out here doing niggardly shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm really and tired of I it. I can't stand to hear that. I get the frustrations, but do you? Because you've been you've been in a, in a committed, healthy relationship, it, I, and this always not that hasn't always been the case. Meanwhile, I'm out, I'm out here in the trenches with these fuck boys. And it always hasn't been the case. <laughs> I'm tired. Okay, <laughs> but like I was trying to say, I, to me, that's just like saying a, a white man is going to do you so much better, treat you so much better. They may like. I don't. Th- I think we're just looking for a different experience at that point. Because I'm just like they have their shit about them too. Everybody's got their shit. shit to you too. But and they would be, they would be like they lie they cheat. But like it just may be a culture difference on how they I think do some it. Of you know it, what I'm saying? Some of it is a little bit of a joke. It's kind of like you know Tyrone won't do me right, so I go talk to Tyler. Mm-hmm. You know, some of it is a joke. But at the same time, like for me, as I've always been attracted to every race. I don't have a type right. per se. You know, so to me, it's just like I want to try something different. I want to open mm-hmm. myself up to something and that no, I haven't experienced and before, and it wrong. could be a, a different outcome. And there's nothing wrong with it. I prefer somebody to say that, say, "Hey, I'm just open myself up to new experiences," or I'm just like, "This is what I always have just been always attracted to any race, no matter right. what." But to say, "Oh, I'm sick of niggas and so I'm about to date a white man solely because you frustrated your dating life," <laughs> let's let's stop, let's stop taking Give that account. Be a white stop, man. Let, let, <laughs> Let's put it, you know, you're taking away accountability for yourself. Why are you um, attracting these ain't shits niggas? What, and see, I, I told you at the top of the show, I'm trying to like, figure that out. Like, yeah, what like, is my, what is it about what you? What am I putting out there? Yeah, that you attracting it. Because it's something about me, yeah. and I, I don't know what it is, but it's something. The same thing about it is, like, I can put the analogy when it comes to women, and they become 
they've been with men all their lives, they become a lesbian. Right. Um, they're saying to themselves, yeah. right. They're saying to themselves, <laughs> you know, oh, I, niggas ain't shit. So fuck all these niggas. I'm about to date a woman. Who Get the strap. The same exact way. Yeah. That she just has a vagina. Vagina. Yeah. Get the strap. I said, wait, I said it to Vaughn the other day. She's got this blanket that is like really colorful, like super colorful. You know, Vaughn is like, you know. Yes. And so she's sitting there chilling. I walk up to her and I'm like, yo, I'm like, I see you got your pride blanket. Would you do that? <laughs> she was like, yeah, that's my pride blanket. I was like, get the strap. <laughs> she lost it. <laughs> no, she knew what it was. Because <laughs> she cracked up. Oh, uh, man. It just, it just kind of sets a precedence that makes you think like, okay, so you're saying that all men ain't shit. And then, oh, there's no good men out there. So I'm about to go to this woman who is going to treat me just as bad. But yeah. I can deal with her because she's a female. A female. Right. It's like that double conundrum where you need to evaluate yourself. yourself. Right. Yeah, it always comes what back to you. Right. Always comes back to you. And I, and I right. take responsibility for that. Like, there's got to be something about me that I always um, attract projects. And I always attract and unavailable I, men. Like, and I yeah. Oh, you can. <laughs> Let's chat later, cause I want to know. Are you? Do you really know what it is? With you, partly. Is it something that we could say on air? Yeah. Okay, go well, for step it. Step up to the Somebody. mic. Step up to the Why mic. Not, <laughs> tell me, tell me, cause um, I want to know. I want to hear from my friend, like what they, cause you see things that I don't see. Right. Okay, so, so go for it. The main thing with Chase, he's a. You know, come, come in closer. Come in closer. Ah, Lord. All right. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> no, but the main thing with Chase is you're a beautiful person, like gorgeous to the T, all of that. Personality is great, all that good stuff. Um, Like you said, you aim higher than what you feel like you kind of deserve or whatever the case may be. But a lot of times what you're aiming for always has baggage. Okay. And a lot of times when we're aiming for the things that are situational out of our league, Mm-hmm. The one thing that's actually in our league is the one that has the less amount of baggage. Okay. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we aim out of our league and aim for something that's way over the top or oh because this person has this attribute and this 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 uh-huh. this and this. A lot of times the one thing that has to, has so much more doesn't have as much quality. Okay. So the expiration date is at actually on the teeter-totter of not being that great in your relationship already before your relationship even started. So a lot of times when you're dating or dealing with people, you can see so much beauty in who they are, Uh but they don't tell you the skeletons until later on in the relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're not telling me things up front in the beginning of it, then by the end of it, baby, I've wasted my time. And And because I know you. Now I'm going to fight you. Because (laughs) I know you. Right. At this point, you've done that enough, or you've done that before. So now going in, up front needs to be skeletons. Up front needs to be some truth. And I least. love that. Yeah, I, I love like getting the skeletons. Like I yeah. always ask for them up front. Like, yo, tell me. And they never tell me. But that's the but thing. I, I be knowing already. Them, but when you ask them, it automatically puts them in a blockage. Like, what do you already know? I, it kind of has to be generic of something that comes out. If they're not willing to just tell you, look, mm-hmm. here's a little bit about me. Mm-hmm. Move on, baby. <laughs> baby, she's not it. And I mean, you, you know what? You're right. He is absolutely right. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. That's that's good self awareness. Um, he's he's 100% right. Um, and I do, I be because you know I I don't want to call it a gift, but it is what it is. I I know people. I be seeing like so. What you were kind of what you were kind of alluding to, um, I saw. Like I know that you know, but at the same time, I want to give people 
number one, the benefit of the doubt. Right. And number two, I want to give you an opportunity to show me that that whatever I see about you is not something that runs your life. I just haven't found that yet. But you're right. You're right. I can't. I can't. You're right. Okay. Well, yes, bitch. <laughs> I like this episode. This was fun. Yeah. We argued a little bit. Yeah. Being that you wanted your argument, because I know you like mess. So <laughs> <laughs> he likes mess. So I gave Mills his little bit of mess today. Um, real quick, I want to go ahead and well, first I'm gonna say thank you for coming and hanging out, Mills. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. This was fun. It was fun. Um, I want to invite uh, Jim Carrey to the cookout this week. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't see that. <laughs> Jim Carrey for the win. Jim Carrey was on Bill Maher's show. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, I forgot the name of his show. Bill Maher is Real time with Bill Maher. Real time, yes. He's problematic all within himself, but God bless he him. Um, so Jim Carrey went on there and he uh, put his feet up on the desk and was like, yeah, went out and uh, bought me some Nikes today. <laughs> Had them things up on the desk and he was like, um, got me some freedom friendly Nikes today. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jim Carrey's fucking stupid. Um, oh he also saluted Colin Kaepernick and Nike for you know what they've done and the importance of it as well. Um, and so I invite him for that for being a supporter of well, the culture. Know, he always had a little flavor in him. He uh, in living color. color. Yeah. Yes. So he's always been invited to the cookout. He's all we always like gonna make him a plate. You know. So <laughs> shouts out to Jim Carrey. What I'm just wondering now is that are we now, you know, racist white people? Cool. If you're listening to this show, you are on the wrong show. Okay. Um, I wonder now if you're going to go and burn all of your Jim Carrey movies that you have purchased. I wonder if you're going to, or if you're just going to continue to be racist against black people. I'm just wondering because, you know, I just want to know. Um, <laughs> anyhow, Jim Carrey, you're invited and I appreciate you. Yes. So Mills, go ahead and tell the people how they can find you. Your name is spelled J-A-M-I-L. That's how you spell your name. Okay, he spelled it for me. Uh, so put an underscore in front of that and a B on the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can find, find me. Um, but you know what? What else I you got going really on? I really don't. We're social media. It's just like a, right. it's like a fallback. Like I check it like the... For the chat. For the chat or... If, if I hear people talking about something, I say, okay, okay, we'll see what people are talking about. Right, right. But other than that, it's like... You don't really... You hardly ever post anything. I, and I you're very photogenic. Care. I don't know. You you should post more. But I just... You are. I, no. <laughs> yeah, listen, you are very pretty. Listen, if you're going to be my twin sister, Tia, you're going to be pretty, bitch. Okay? <laughs> Fuck all that shit. But yeah, um, I just took a fall back of that. But um, promoting uh, Culturevert. Yeah. Check out Instagram. It's Roderick's um, social, cultural thing he has going on. So it's, he's really um, putting in time and effort in that. I'm excited um, about it. My friends, uh, Dijon, his other podcast. Hey, Spicy Mustard. <laughs> Politically Uncensored. That's out there as well. I'm going to listen to that sometime this week. I'm going um, it, to give it a listen. I haven't listened yet. So that's why I haven't promoted it yet. Cause I yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you would like it. And then um, Dimitri has his photography business with, yes. you know about, Xavier, Xavier Images. Images. So. Hey, Dimitri. <laughs> he be sending me crazy. He be sending, uh, Jerome has a thing for you, Dimitri. Yes. So I don't know. <laughs> um Dimitri be sending me crazy questions too on my um my when I ask like Instagram questions, he sends me crazy shit too. Um uh, but anyway, all right guys. Um if you guys want to find me 
on the Instagrams. Search Chase Cassidy, spelled with a K, and you will find me. You can also follow the Cookout Podcast on the Instagrams as well. Um, again, go Wait, ahead. Tell the kids how to find you on Jack and Grinder. <sighs> oh, Adam for Adam, yeah. <laughs> a for A. <laughs> Run to your car, Jamil. Run <laughs> to your car after the show is over. <laughs> um, yes uh, keep your eyes and ears open for details about the live show coming very soon again I'm going to be putting up some polls about stuff that you guys may want to see for the live show um, also get into my DMs get into my inbox let me know if you want to sponsor an episode of the show let me know what you want to see at the live show let me know some stuff that you want me to cover here at the cookout and I'll make sure that I do that for you. Again, Jerome, thank you for showing up in the uh, the studio today. And Mr. Q Thomas, thank you so much for showing up in the studio and sponsoring two episodes of my show. I really appreciate you. So thank you for being a um, uh, listener. Um, okay, guys, with that said, make someone smile today. And remember, be nice, asshole.